Hey guys, welcome back to the Anime Collector, and welcome back to the Open Chest Anime Podcast. With me and my co-hosts, who seem to have stepped out the screen, so I'm going to go no, to FDM. Oh, I can't see you. because yes, shows... always. <laughs> Thank you very much. And the person who always takes the pep out of peppermint snops, FDDNM. Right. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Hello. You ruined uh, drinking. for me. The, uh, the little windows at the bottom mine is widescreen it's the full res you your guys's are cropped into a box and augie is sitting all the way over here so because it's like, when i talk and it shifts to me if it's shifting yeah. i'm over here and youtube yeah. keeps but cutting when i was going right to click i couldn't there. even see you <laughs> anyway there's a reason for that brad so let's uh i want to give you guys something for opening discussions real quick first of all Premier fan tickets are sold out, <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna stop talking about those. Um, I really hope I can get uh, press pass for Anime Expo this coming year. Um, so, real quick, I just want to give you guys. Well, I guess there's two things I gotta tell you. So, first of all, I got there's a new message that YouTube has given uh, creators when you go to your um, like video manager stuff update. Video annotations haven't been getting much love from viewers, so effective January 15th, we'll no longer be showing them. Fuck you. I thought that was all right. <laughs> YouTube. Well, no, they, they removed your ability to use them to add new ones, but the old ones were fine. Now, uh, disappearing. Taking them off the platform altogether. So all my old videos, especially my tip videos, which were designed around using annotations are fucked. <laughs> now, one other thing I just want to get through real quick. Um, in the past, I had let you guys know that there was some financial stuff going on that got kind of shaky, and I started to worry a little bit that the podcast might not be able to continue. <laughs> but um, uh, I made like 12 grand last month <laughs> working a job. So uh, it looks like we're going to be pretty good. Um, probably well into next year, just because I have other stuff that's lined up. Um, so the podcast is uh, doing pretty good. Um, now, uh, I guess we should go to uh, pickups. Um, who wants should to go, I go first? first? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should go first. So for this time for pickups, I've always had this small table set my stuff down so this time because of the festive season and people won't let it be december until they do this but luckily we're letting it be december while the podcast happens i'm gonna make a christmas tree out of my pickups so there we go so not beginning on the sentai cell we have all four volumes of or made forests hmm. Now moving to the Sentai cell, we have Guardian Ninja, Mamoru, Devilist and Devils and Realists, Ingetsune, Messenger of Messenger Fox of the Gods, and Madaka Box Complete Collection. Boom. Before you continue, real quick, I uh, I want to get something going in the chat. By the way, my chat disappeared. <laughs> uh oh. That's interesting. Uh, let me pop this out again. 
I've got the second window up. Uh, I just want to mention that um, we have two more podcast watch clubs lined up, and then we we have nothing planned for January. So um, I wanted to get some uh, feedback from you guys, what you might be interested in us doing for uh, some future podcasts going into 2019. Um, and I thought of that because you guys brought up uh, Gingetsune, which my wife had me buy like i don't know last year sometime and uh she's been interested in seeing it so i have it and we could we could do that if you want but uh, i'm a lock back on scotty yeah it's been on you the whole time <laughs> now, oh well next up is loco doll myself semicolon yourself and for some reason of love alternate alternative total eclipse which out of these four i do not recommend this one What did you say? Which one won't you recommend? I would not recommend. I would not recommend Total Eclipse slash Move Love. I would not recommend myself yourself because I heard that it's terrible. Anyway, I haven't watched that one, so I don't know. Next up is Nobunaga the Fool, Collection One and Two, and Hakandin Eight Dogs of Dogs. the East. You know, I just realized. One and two. What's that? What do we got? I uh, I put the wrong. Uh, thing in the watch club section of uh, this description because I it was missing from the dock, so I added it to the dock and then instinctively put it in. Oh no, I did put the right one. Never mind. <laughs> I guess I did it right. Um, anyway, yeah, I'm just well in AC's in AC's world. Next up is Chihayafura, an intrigue of the Bakumatsu Inorihan. Iho Heto. I, I butchered that all together. One and two. Boom. That's one good looking uh, Christmas tree you got there. <laughs> oh, it's going to grow. One is not from the Sentai cell, and I finally got a Mayu. Also, Monochrome Factor, Momokuri, and Windy Tails. Boom. This one not from Sentai cell, this one from Sentai cell. Back it up, boom. Following up, we have Flowers of Evil, Nakaimo, My Little Sister is Among Them, Magical yes. Warfare, and uh, Gourmet Girl Graffiti. Boom. And FDM, you better remember the headaches from this one. Which one? I see Shiny Glare. The headaches from. Just tell me which one. Flowers of Evil? Boom, there you go. <laughs> Animated like an MTV music video. Yeah, I did not. Up next, Up next is Gintama the movie, because I'm going to wait for Funimation to release season one. You mean not release it because they're not partnered with Crunchyroll anymore? That doesn't matter. I hope it doesn't matter either. Know. Nasuyuki Rendezvous, Suritama, Rendezvous. and Salfini. You thought it was Japanese. Ooh. Give him a break. <laughs> four right there. No, I just think it's my... I remember playing Perfect Dark as a kid and my um, with my best friend at the time, and he was always reading it as Rendez Vows. <laughs> Next four lineup is... Uh, 
Wizard Bastiers, which to me looks like it was animated from uh, Miso Forte, Love Stage, Tari Tari, and Norn Norn Nine. Boom. Next up, we have Real Wars. Wish Upon the Pilates. I, miss, I butchered Lydia. that one. Lydia's. La Coranda Doru Blue Sky and La Coranda Doru Primo Mispaso. Primo Paso. Boom. Why can't I hit enter? Oh, I used to, you gotta be kidding me. There's a 200 character limit on, on chat. Dang, here you going. I'm gonna have to split this into two, uh, two messages so, here. So, up next is a favorite favorite from AC, uh, uh Q, <laughs> season one and two. IQ, IQ, yeah. Amatora, and Rehamatora. Look at the orange and green and all its glory and tackiness. I don't think there's the dub on the uh, on the DVDs of Haikyuu. Yeah. Yes, there there is. is? Yeah. Uh, it's what? probably the re-release DVDs. Are those the? Are those the the? They released the second set of the DVDs. re-release where they put them. Yeah. Yeah, I have the original. Yeah, it probably is. So that's the two extra dollars you had to spend on the sale. So up next is a uh, Sora. Sword I can answer that. Auditoria, or is it wrong to pick up a dungeon? Is it wrong to yeah, pick up girls from dungeons dungeon dungeon. off an OVA? Otaku, so it's because of Samurai Girls. <laughs> and I'm Sakamoto. Haven't you heard? I'm Sakamoto, which is like a optimistic Beavis and Butthead. Ooh. Okay, all right. I have to ask because of because of the fact that your Christmas tree hasn't uh, started tapering. How much? <laughs> how much more do you possibly have? <laughs> uh, That's we're a good question. The uh, Yami Shiba, Shibai, Go Ghost Japanese Ghost Story, the Kawaii Complex Guide to Manners and Hostile Behavior. I approve. Tadakun is always useless, listless, and. Uh, <laughs> Well, he is useless. And a DVD copy of Flying Witch, because I don't want to open the limited. Boom. Oh, there we go. Up next, we have uh, Guguri Kokuri-san. Tawano Kiwon. Tawanapon. Exactly. Blue Spring Ride and Aoharu Machine Gun or Aoharu X Machine Gun. Just imagine Ooh. if it was a Blue Spring Reday. So we have Student Council's Distraction, Volume 1 and 2, Majestic Prince Complete Collection, and The Perfect Insider. 
Boom. I want to watch The Perfect Insider. That cover's got me interested. Same, but uh, it has that uh, insert famous artist Hesher. MC Hesher. Yeah, MC Hesher. Or David David Bowie in the Labyrinth, if you want to imagine that scene instead. Whichever way. Up next, we have Samurai Jam. Sasami Sam and Gum. Gamba Rani, the tomb and invaders of the Rokujoma. 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 Ah. Yeah, I practiced. <laughs> that might. That sounds like it's almost a pickup someone might have had or had to say earlier. <laughs> then, kids on the slope. The world is still beautiful. Meganbu, Meganebu, Meganebu, and the Good Witch of the West. Boom. I'd hate to know what the other side off camera looks like. Yes, seriously. Just stacks. I'm waiting for him to start turning them the other way so that they're the next level of, you know, width. <laughs> <laughs> And then you so can start eventually is, uh, stacking just a single DVD instead of the four by four. <laughs> up next is a uh, Kamigami no Asubai. 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 Love, Election, and Chocolate. So that show that was airing this season, Asobi. Is it Asobase? Is that is that the the title of the show? I don't even know what show you're talking about. What are you so talking about? We've been talking about a maid show for a while. Oh, it's like a ridiculously popular show right now. I'm, I'm trying to... Okay, so I, I'm asking because for some reason, whenever... I, I usually default to the Japanese pronunciation of things, but every time I see that written out, I, I always read it as Asobi Asobase. But it's all, it is... I just checked on uh, Wikipedia so I could see the... Uh, the hiragana. It is also base. Beautiful bones and uh, forgive me Mizuki's for being on the season. Gold <laughs> headedness, which is one I would not recommend, unless you just like goldfish with red afros. Can That's you like that. spell that in chat? Oh, <laughs> never mind. The next four is a uh, side brain. Season one and two, volumes one and two. It's Fibrain, right? That's an H. Fibrain. Fibrain would make more sense. <laughs> How is this show super popular? I never heard of it. It's a comedy uh, that's like <laughs> there's there's a scene I haven't watched it, but I see I see Twitter like videos of it constantly. There's an episode where the girls are like fighting in the in the bathroom or something. The kid, the the girls' bathroom, and uh, what like there's like there's like an actual like water fight happening in there, and like water starts coming out the door. And the principal, the principal asks what's going on, and they say that one of the girls didn't make it to the toilet in time. So the principal drinks the the water. Oh God! To find out if it's urine, and he like <laughs> he calls them out on it. It's like this doesn't taste like urine. 
So next up is Tagami Bachi, letter B and reverse. Boom. So regarding Lance's uh, statement there, this is why you wait for the for the year-end uh, Black Friday type sales. <laughs> yep, yep. And this is also why Augie's buying the DVDs instead of the Blu-rays because um, when you pay a dollar less, you know, times however many, you that means you get that much more. <laughs> up next is Rene. Oh yes, all three seasons. I like how they went to the, the volume one and volume two. Yeah, I or like how they end. went to the twenty-four episode format afterwards. Me too. Up next is all of Little Busters. <laughs> That's a nice way to sum it up. I can't not think of the pillow song when I see that title. I just get the. I just get that second opening theme to the gang stuff in my head. So now up next is Neo Angela Q Abyss. Neo Angela Kiss. One more time. One Angelic. more time. Neo Angela. Thank you. Kimmy Kiss Pure Rouge. The the ultimate sell out of that wholesale is the world God only knows. Oh my God, that was amazing so for that price. I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna relieve you guys that I'm not gonna go through either of these boxes uh, for pickups. Is it back on me? Yeah. Valerian and Loreline, which is a movie I would not recommend, but I got the anime that's only dubbed in English. Boom. So we got bricks on top of here. Ajin and Dramatical Murder. <laughs> Dramatical Murder is a, a yaoi, by the way. Ah, crap. It's a bad <laughs> yaoi adaptation. Because yeah, because no it doesn't, it doesn't have the, uh, the dick biting. <laughs> what? Then Utano Prince Sama. It gets an adaptation of a light novel or a light what, a visual novel, right? right there. A light erogue. Only light. <laughs> Magical Stella, a spirit of the sun. Bang dream. Gengitsune. Again? Blu rays. Ah, it's oh, this yeah, one. Yeah. So this one right so here. now, now he's tapering to the top of the frickin' <laughs> For the love of God. Hey, I do not disappoint. So chat, the how do you like of the Oda uh... Nobuna? Inu X Boku Secret, Secret Service. Oh, you're the reason it's it's uh, out of stock. <laughs> Grimoire of Zero and Made in the Abyss. Boom. Ah. Hmm. Well, if you're talking about uh, Inu X Boku, I had to order that somewhere else instead of Sentai. So. Gate. 
Persona 4, Volume 1 and 2. And Psychic Detective Yam Yakumo. Yakumo. Boom. Yeah. The Dragon Dennis. Diabolic Lovers. Diabolic Lovers. More blood. Trinity 7. <laughs> I think half of this is this is watchable and half of it's not. <laughs> you okay, AC? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm holding back comments on Diabolic Lovers. I haven't seen it, but I, I watched... <laughs> Lou Talks Anime makes a video like once every like three years and that he hated that show so much that he decided to make a video about that well <laughs> which is actually why i bought it <laughs> so nagima action here in cheer fruits wait which nagima the one with one exclamation point not exclamation point question, question mark. mark okay season one Frame Arms Girl, which I'm surprised that didn't get a limited edition considering how much of the models they're selling. And Battle Girl High School. Boom. Love Chinibio. Chinibio. And other delusions, uh, delusions, season one and two, and the movie, which is Rika version. Say I love you, Adam. The beginning. Boom. Another title I couldn't get because they were out of stock. <laughs> yeah, Otakuso wants to know uh, how much you had to refinance your mortgage to do this. I saved up during the year. <laughs> and he also Everyone saved from getting DVDs. Account. Ura. Number six. Kempon. Another Yowie. And Log Horizon season one and two. Boom. Oh my god, I'm so glad Long Horizon has t has season one and two together. Like it should be. Oop. Needless. You only got a penguin. Amagami SS and Plus. Blast Mask. Boom. AC, you want to know the good news? Not done, but almost done. So we got Typhoon, Typhoon no Yura. Nora. Nora. Does that mean you're about to start tapering your Christmas tree? What do you mean tapering? So that not it's me. not. So it's not the twin towers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's four there. Girlish number, the life of the Dory. Gesuko. Gusuko. If, if there are any psychics watching, please knock down that tower. <laughs> Great Revolution. Die Shogun. Boom. 
All right. I apologize to any audio Initial. podcast listeners. <laughs> ah. Initial D, third volume. That won't go up there. Yeah, Takaso says, let me call Psyche K. <laughs> oh, yeah. But as mentioned before, I had the library copy of Humanity Has Declined. Now I got a new copy. The Augie copy. An By the Augie way, just to verbalize it, I'm totally cool with doing Love Live in January if you guys want to. Okay. Uh, I don't own it yet. <laughs> Should we do Glenn just Love the Live and then series. work our way into Love Life Sunshine before um when add the movie before cuz in February we have uh we have to do a romance and then Nechi for our themes Tiger and Bunny The Rising Um I regarding Love Live Lance I've got I have both I I would probably start with what, I, don't, I mean, I, did Funimation relicense them, or is it? It's a Sunshine is the one that Funimation has. Sunshine's right? the only one they have. Sunshine's I think. One okay. Funimation has NIS still releasing the standard editions anthology. I didn't even know they sold that with uh, with an art box that just had the uh, the one volume in it. Rumiko yeah, Takahashi, they've had yeah. it right for yep. ages. Really, I. I have that, but mine has it's shrink wrapped oh, with all the individual DVDs in it. Yeah, they have both. Hmm. Which I need just probably box. just been they've just been dying for people to get that out of there. Uh, you know, Wait. Lance, I, there was a there was a high school DXD um, thing on Right Stuff that one um, sixty nine dollars. Yeah, I I almost got that. Until you uh, but I, three editions. Uh, well, the limited oh, editions definitely changed my mind on it. But um, I thought we, I wasn't gonna have the finances to to get that at the time. Um, but then I got the notification after it was too late that my wire transfer had come or is scheduled to come in in December from Love Starcom the movie and Dororo live actions. <laughs> That mecha guy says if if all that falls, he's gonna be playing uh, "Com Sister Todd," the song from Ava. Mm -hmm. I don't. No, I, I actually have no idea how that's supposed to be pronounced. Now that <laughs> I've never had to actually say it out loud. <laughs> Army okay. Girls Machiavellian, which is something FDM got, but what I really appreciate is it comes with a book for an art book instead of three. Three pages just stapled together. <laughs> the devil is not a part two, of which has a chrome case, holographic case. But if you peel it, it has a different case. Okay. And the star on the tree is Gunbuster sealed. Oh. So I I'm just going to say your stack of DVD Christmas tree is almost as tall as my actual Christmas tree in my house. <laughs> see okay so you take a picture that's definitely not going to be our thumbnail just so you know I know I know yeah I have a company Christmas card I, I'm going to be our thumbnail this uh, this week that'll work alright so FTGM would you like to show your very conservative small one thing 
<laughs> we decided as, as a group we would not be doing this 25 minute uh, thing anymore. You see, Brad, I actually lied. I have 600 pickups. Uh, uh, so the first yeah, of the they're just six... all over here at my house. <laughs> right. Um, so let's see. First, uh, safe for totally safe for works is. is... Is it wrong to pick up girls? I love how I love how he's waited all this time and now his connection's bad. Is it wrong to kill? Oh my! Okay. <laughs> is it wrong to kill? So, is it wrong to kill girls in a hot spring this time? Um, and then, actually, these two are kind of. We've talked about these. Both of these had two different artwork designs presented on Right Stuff and Funimation. And it just so happens that they chose both of the ones I didn't want them to use. So the first one we got is Real Life Final Arc. But thankfully, they have the good art underneath the slipcase. Mm -hmm. But I mean, still. And you know how you talked about how this design is good because it's uh, got continuity with the original low editions uh, thing? Mm -hmm. It doesn't line up, so it's, it looks <laughs> bad either way. But I'm really happy to have this because... <laughs> I want to rewatch it and then get a conclusion. That's what I'm hoping. A good one. <laughs> and then a sister's all you need. Uh, it looks the same underneath. And I've briefly tested to see if it's got uncensoredness. And there's a nip count of zero as far as I can tell. But that shouldn't be your only factor in watching the show. What? Is it wrong to kill Fudnam's spotlight? <laughs> Lance, they cost less than nine bucks. Those those are like four ninety nine, the DVDs. <laughs> Just so <Okay>. you know. <laughs> and then this one, I pre-ordered it, and then Amazon's like, "Yo, we don't have it in stock." And uh, I just ordered it on. No, I got it from a third-party seller instead of Amazon directly. Metropolis, the Steel Book Edition. Ooh, it's pretty. Actually, it's nicer to know that. It's a real Blu-ray and not a whatever. And then the big kahuna. The mildly a tiny bit of damage aids in abyss. Wait, which way does that go? Aids in abyss because these buttons get in the way. Yeah, that's so why. Real quick, I just want to ask. Did it turn out to actually be a normal size uh, thing like I suggested it would probably end up being? What do you mean? Look at like, it. Yeah, well, yeah. So I'm saying it's gonna it's gonna fit in a bookcase and it's not be this grossly oversized. That's yeah. is it wrong to kill girls in a dungeon? It's like <laughs> this is slightly smaller than a DVD, like shortness wise, and it I don't think it sticks out at all. It's like the same depth. But okay. um, so I took a piece of bubble wrap, put some yeah. holes in it, and <laughs> now they hang off the button on the side. So Can whatever's you... next to it. Can you pop open the buttons and then just stick them inside the box? Oh no, because it has the re it has the receiving side of the button on there, huh? And my brother pointed out to me that this one is a bit loose already, which is nice. Um, <laughs> and they have this label underneath that says "Made in Abyss." Again, not sure why it's there, but it actually looks freaking. Oh, oh god, it looks really nice inside. <laughs> If oh, that yes. fell out and, and Augie's tower didn't collapse, that would have just been the worst. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I like it because it they actually give you the DVD Blu-ray case inside. So if you hate this enough, you can pull it out and have a normal size in your collection. Um, I did watch this like the day I got it, and it was pretty much everything I expected. Uh, it's just there's no conclusion, so that's also what I expected. And that's all, all right. my pickups. Okay, so for your guys' sake, I'm only going to go over one thing. I actually found this on my front porch. It was not expecting it at all. Um, it's a Kickstarter that I talked about like a year and a half ago, I feel like, uh, for Zunda Horizon. That's what I was expecting. <laughs> and there's no barcode on this. And I oh, think yeah. I'm the only one who bought the Blu-ray <laughs> tier. So I I wonder, I haven't opened it. I don't know that I'm going to, but uh, I wonder if they made one just for me. Because <laughs> uh, I don't think anybody else backed this. Uh, and it also came with uh, Yingda. The, it came with some, these are, these are registration. Of course, I didn't lock the camera on myself. Um, these are registration um, holes for uh, animation. So they have a special hole puncher that you use, uh, and then these sit on it, and that's how you film from the camera, or, or you put it in a scanner and scan each individual frame. Really? A phone call from Pennsylvania? <laughs> Really? Oh, guess that's in your country when it's Pennsylvania, unlike me. Oh, give your numbers out to Pennsylvania, but not me. I see how you are. I, I haven't. I haven't even given my new number to my dad. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this person is uh, clearly a wrong caller, and my um, I haven't even set up my voicemail box so people can't leave me a message. <laughs> Anyway, so there's another one in here I haven't looked at yet. <laughs> they gave me two in-betweens that are from the same scene. <laughs> they might as well, well be identical. Probably... <laughs> That's hilarious. I was gonna I was gonna take them out and frame them, but they're literally pretty much the same image, except for her mouth has moved slightly. You see that? Like <laughs> I can barely see anything on I'm, that screen. I'm trying. I'm trying not to get the uh, sticky part on the dang it <laughs> on the paper. Just use a bottle of goo gone. Well, I I'm gonna seal it back up. I just hold on. I need to just rotate this around so that it's. Oh, I'm just memeing pouring goo gone on your Genga. Yeah. So uh, trying to get a there we go. That'll be oh, I do see it. You see, see, so the mouth is just. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so, I because of that, I will show you guys one other thing. Um, and that is, for the love of God, I muted I muted mentions on that tweet, and I'm still getting <laughs> notifications about it. Just put your phone on silent or something. I'm just imagining FDD and them just typing messages on that one muted account. Or tweak, twit, twat, twat. Message. So, whoa, whoa there, Augie. Love Chunibyo and other delusions take on me. Oh, because your your copy actually wasn't canceled by Amazon, right? I, I bought it from Sentai. I pre-ordered it. Um, <laughs> I put this in here 
but I'm still not going to go over that. This came with, if you bought this, remember that this is not trash. Um, this came with a, uh, a film strip of the, the movie. Wait, so, how'd you get it? It's supposed to come out in December. They pushed it back. Uh, it it came ridiculously early for some reason. I had this uh, already last week, so it came with a uh, a film strip of two frames of the movie. No, that's more than two frames. That's like four frames, right? So let's see how I can. I'm gonna grab a white piece of paper so I can show you guys what it is. Oh, that didn't help at all. It's a uh, it's a four frames of them in a on a park bench uh, seen from behind. So that's the scene I got. Um, and then I don't know if I'm gonna actually. So duo when I went to see this movie in theaters. And uh, I have a really time-consuming, dumb idea to remake the Take On Me music video with scenes from the movie that lined up way too perfect for me to be able to ignore that it's like a sign from God I should do it. But at the same time, it's so much work and the video gets demonetized for using the song. So uh, I don't know. It seems like a, not a good idea, but... Anyway, that's the uh, pickups over here. And uh, so quickly, Anthony, Otakuso, and Lance, thank you for the comments about uh, about the recent purchase I just made. <laughs> made in the comments. Uh, where's that one show? That one show y'all was talking about, Asobi Asobe? That's kind of like. Uh, yeah, that one. That was pretty. That was pretty. I thought that was pretty funny when it aired last season, but um, pretty much imagine like a more crueler version of Azamanga Dio, but with three girls instead. Or I guess, uh, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Okay, uh, let's go into articles. Just get some of these open real quick. All right, so we've got some convention news. Oops. Come on, there we go. Subaraya Pro, as in productions, uh, prepares to launch convention for fans in 2019. So. Subaraya, known for in this anime season, SSSS.Gridman, uh, and more commonly known for Ultraman, uh, is starting a convention to give back to the fans. Uh, they said, what are they say? They said, <laughs> it will also serve as a place for the company to announce upcoming projects, or as they call them, new challenges. Um, so, what I find interesting about this is that uh, it seems that the relationship they've developed with Studio Trigger for Gridman may result in more stuff coming from uh, from Subaraya. Because they, they kind of have felt uh, 
like yeah they do ultraman and whatnot but it just it it lately has felt kind of like they've been sort of on the back burner you know what i mean so this I, i'm kind of excited about where this might go in the future um but obviously we have we don't know anything yet other than hey we're doing a convention and we're going to start announcing more stuff so so no location or venue well it's going to be in japan okay but um i'm just Let's looking go. forward to the i mean i've never gone to e3 well i actually don't care about e3 either but i was going to say i've never gone to e3 but i but i still enjoy the news that comes out of it but actually i don't that's a terrible example <laughs> but other people do <laughs> I was going to say, if it was going to be in the U.S., it would probably be in Hawaii. But moving on to... Live action, waiting for spring films, short commercials have been streamed. So, on the Warner Brothers Japan. Um, I didn't watch any of these. Do you want to talk about them? Um, Well, pretty much for these, they they went a little creative with this because it's owned by Warner Brothers, WB. So, they pretty much took different properties and kind of parodied the story into it like you have one that's with friends you have one that's a baseball version one of the characters a miku version basketball basketball well. probably space jam yeah huh so um i i would let me let me check them real quick because i just we uh we had an issue with um Fox that one time because of Battle Angel Alita, so I just want to I don't want to show too much if I can help it. So why I brought this up to attention is WB was the one that uh, produced the live action Death Note movies the original ones I've noticed when they do a live action anime adaptation it's generally pretty good so okay. it's nice to see that they're, them being a producer is being more fun now, yeah, but the advertising. Generally it's not speaking, saying much fine. Yeah, yeah, generally speaking, any Japanese live action is better received than the American counterparts, right? Of which there are very few. Well, uh, this, and this I, is I WB think, Japan anyway, right? Yeah, so I'm just saying, like it. We, okay, so the no Fox, 20th Century Fox, not not the news channel. Lance, it, it was uh, Fox oh. is the the company that um, that copyright struck us on that one podcast, and I I challenged it with legal action, and they backed off. So anyway, so I'm going to move on to the next one if if everybody's done. Please. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So Tezuka's uh, Barbara manga. I'm assuming that's Barbara, not Barbara. Barbara. <laughs> I mean, is Barbara? Well, it makes more sense for it to be Barbara because there you can't in Japanese you can't end with a with an R unless it's. No, nah, it's it's got to be the name Barbara. <laughs> it, it does it doesn't work anyway. But his son uh, Makoto, who's super cool and writing his name without a K, uh, is. Um, is going to be directing it, adapt, adapting it. Uh, so the okay, I just realized I didn't actually read this. <laughs> so anyway, um, I, I think it's cool that the legacy is living on in his progeny. Let's let's just put it that way. Am I <laughs> Yep. Um, 
Root Letter visual novel to be adapted into a Hollywood film. Do you guys know anything about Root Le Letter? No, nope, so move on. Familiar. No. Now, if it's Root Search, I can talk a little about it, but not Root Letter. So, I, I was just shocked that something I had not not even heard of. I feel like I, I feel like I've I've probably heard of it like in passing before, but not. It's never caught my attention. Uh, is getting an actual Hollywood film. For it, so I, I thought that well, was interesting. Well, there is a. This isn't the first time this happened. I mean, you had the world that ended tomorrow. I botched that. I've never seen the movie. The one about the frozen apocalypse. The that world's end. Apocalypse. You talk about the movie all the time, AC. Are you are you talking all about you Edge of Tomorrow, which has nothing to do with something being frozen? <laughs> all you need is the, kill. Yeah, that book. Yeah, that's Edge of Tomorrow, and it has nothing okay. to do with the frozen apocalypse. <laughs> I've never seen it. So. After Tomorrow, a completely Probably. different movie. Is oh, that what it's called? I haven't seen it. So now I'm now I'm confused. <laughs> Can we? <laughs> I'm looking it up. Hold on. Uh, there's a that's... there's a Roland Emmerich movie or whatever called The Day After Tomorrow, right? I'm pretty sure that's the one where yeah, everything goes frozen blah. Yeah, so he, you're thinking of a completely different movie. Probably am. Like I said, I've never yeah. seen it. From the director of Independence Day, Roland Emmerich, right? Or is he... Is... Anyway. Yeah, hold on. I'm gonna... You're thinking of this movie. With the frozen... Yes. Uh... Yeah, that's... Yep. God damn this tweet. <laughs> I wish I had never tweeted <laughs> <laughs> I'm blowing up on Twitter right now over a dumb hey. joke. <laughs> hey, the popular, yeah, the feeling of being popular. Okay, so anyway, um, yeah, but that's that's a little bit different. Uh, but you, you know, you're right; it, it has happened before. But this is a visual novel, not a light novel. Um, but yeah, I just I just think it's interesting that this that this is happening. So. I'm going to be keeping an ear out for it. It, Yeah. Edge of tomorrow and live die repeat. Yeah. Now they, they really botched that release. First of all, edge of tomorrow is a much more interesting title. Live die repeat is dumb. And it, it's I think not that's their slogan that they were trying to go for. No, they rebranded it that for the DVD release. Uh, they actually were, yeah, it's dumb. Anyway, Tony Jaw wields a giant sword in the live-action Monster Hunter promo. I was gonna say that so, looks like Monster Hunter. Yeah, so they're making they're making a live-action Monster Hunter movie, and the original pictures that they had been putting out there, people were not at all convinced it was going to be a good movie uh, because it just doesn't look like. Does this scream Monster Hunter when you look at it? As someone who plays it every Tuesday, mm. no. Yeah, so now there's this one that looks a little bit more this uh, I I yeah. can't I simply cannot see Mila Jovovich and not think that this looks like a sequel to her Resident, Resident Evil, Evil movies, doesn't it? Yeah. Like I think I'm thinking yeah. more Mad Max looking at it. Well, I but in the, one of the Resident Evil movies, isn't it take place like they turned it into a western for that one movie? I don't know. Anyway, I just think that that looks 
Like, you can't bring in a modern tank and weaponry yeah. into Monster Hunter. Why do you even have the sword? It, it's going to be an isekai watch. <laughs> anyway, uh, so this is cool. This, so uh, you guys might remember in the past, we've talked a little bit about Tony Jaw. This is the guy from Ongbok. Uh, and I had mentioned, like, what's he been up to? He's not doing anything. Like, I haven't, I haven't heard any news about him. Um, after after the success of Ongbok, this is the conversation we had about how they were releasing movies over here that were easy to get licenses to that he was in, and they were putting him on the cover and portraying them like he was the, the main character, and in actuality, he played a bit part for one minute in the movie <laughs> kind of thing. Anyway. Yeah, um, that Mecha guy says it was the third film, Extinction, Resident Evil Extinction, that had the Western look. Um, I think i've seen up to the fourth film i don't remember the third film at all i, I don't saw remember many of them how many are there are there five now i think there's five or six five. i haven't seen the last one or the final whatever it's called i saw the one that was in 3d and it was that's probably all unbelievably <laughs> bad um that was the one with uh the this this cracked me up so bad the guy that they cast is chris redfield was the main character from Prison Break. And the funny thing about it is that um, if you've ever seen Prison Break, that character has a brother um, played by Dominic Purcell, who would have is he's a big guy and he would have made a much better Chris Redfield. But not only that, <laughs> they took the main character from Prison Break made him Chris Redfield and locked him in a prison <laughs> in oh that <laughs> All right, uh, enough stalling. Netflix produces a live action Cowboy Bebop series. I'm going to read this. Every, that's a much better, that's some, something that you would do for an anniversary, not the boogie boogie yeah, box. I'm, I'm going to read the article uh, first so that we can just have a, we all have the same uh, understanding about where it's all coming from. Uh, so Netflix Netflix announced on Tuesday that it is producing a 10-episode live-action series adaptation of the 1998 television anime Cowboy Bebop. Entertainment news magazine Variety noted that the series has been in the works since last year. Netflix did not announce a release date for the series. Netflix describes the series as follows. Based on the worldwide phenomenon from Sunrise, Inc., Cowboy Bebop is a jazz-inspired, genre-bending story of Spike Spiegel, Jet Black, Faye Valentine, and Radical Ed, a ragtag crew of bounty hunters on the run from their past as they hunt down the solar system's most dangerous criminals. They'll even save the world for the right price. The series is a co-production between Netflix and Tomorrow Studios, with Netflix handling physical production. Tomorrow Studios is a partnership between producer Marty Adelstein of <laughs> Prison Break and Teen Wolf, <laughs> producer of the live-action One Piece project. Yes, I'm going to have to find out what that's all about. <laughs> that, that sort of uh, went over our heads here. Uh, and ITV Studios, Shinichiro Watanabe, the original anime's director, will serve as consultant for the pro for the project. Andre Nemec, Josh Applebaum, Jeff Pinker, and Scott Rosenberg of Midnight Radio are credited as showrunners and executive producers. Tomorrow Studios' Marty Adelstein and Becky Clements, Yasuo Miyakawa, Masayuki Oza, and the Shin... 
why did you put a uh oh okay i was gonna say why is there a semicolon here yeah they're they're breaking them into which studios they're a part of okay so anyway um and shin sasaki of sunrise the studio that animated the original series and tetsu fujimura and matthew weinberg are also credited as executive producers okay so this is i mean that doesn't actually really mean anything <laughs> chris yost uh of Thor the Dark World and Thor Ragnarok will write the first episode and is also credited as executive producer. So before this gets you uh, excited, Chris Yost is one of like 10 writers for that movie. And I don't think he's even credited. Uh, like I, I looked it up and he's not credited in the Thor Ragnarok uh, thing on IMDb. But if you go to his IMDb, he is credited. So I don't know. Anyway. Um, somebody, uh, Animaniac was commenting how excited he was because it, they got the director of Thor Ragnarok, Taiki Watiti, but he's actually, he was mistaken. It's the writer, uh, who's going to be writing the first episode. Although I would love it if, uh, Taiki Watiti was attached to the project, uh, variety and entertainment news website deadline. Uh, previously re reported the above staff in June of last year, the original Hollywood's anime director of blah, 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 proposed live action. Okay, on the proposed Hollywood live-action film adaptation of the anime back in 2014, he said, I'm afraid I don't know what they're thinking in Hollywood. I agree <laughs> echoing, with Lance. Echoing the sentiment of everyone. <laughs> uh, apparently, the project hasn't come to a stop, but I don't know how it's going to progress from here on. I hear that there are a lot of Hollywood problems. The director also said he had no interest in creating an animated Cowboy Bebop sequel unless, quote, I thought I could do better than the last time. Uh, if I feel that way, I might make more, but I don't know when that would happen. Actor Keanu Reeves said in 2013 that Cowboy Bebop does not look like it is going to happen with me in it. Reeves was originally Aww. slated to star in the proposed live-action film. The American film studio 20th, 20th Century Fox, the production company 3 Arts Entertainment, and Sunrise announced in January 2009 that they would be co-producing the proposed adaptation of the anime. Joshua Long had acted as uh, a production supervisor, and Erwin Stoff, a film producer who worked closely with Reeves on The Matrix and A Scanner Darkly, was also attached. The associate producers for the film were Sunrise. Okay, so I'm going to assume that this has all basically been overwritten by the new stuff but uh what's kind of important here is that this is this is dating back almost 10 years ago okay so this thing has been in various forms of production hell since all the way back oh. in 2009 now something that's worth noting is that when a film is in production hell for this long and it never gets out of let's say pre-production or or even pre-pre-production that it's kind of like how there's a band right now that's using the name kiss but if none of the original members are in it is it still kiss you know what i mean so it's kind of like it's evolved into a new a new thing so I, i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna use 10 years as my my timeline on this but i will say that uh the 2014 date is probably more accurate to sort of view from that um lens and i'll say that i i don't have any hope that this is going to be any good um i'm actually surprised they actually move forward with it uh but uh from my personal standpoint 
Netflix has tanked pretty significantly with um, Daredevil season three, Punisher season one, awful, freaking terrible writing. Uh, and uh, I don't see Cowboy Bebop being any good. Now, I haven't sat down and watched um, Castlevania. Um, so I, I wonder if, if perhaps they there is some hope or whatever, but of the Netflix original series I've recently seen, they've, they've been pretty bad. So Castlevania is animated by Federator, so they have their own quality control. So Netflix you know, that, aside from that, but the, the, the kind of it's not about the the animation; it's about the story writing, is what where I'm thinking things are going to fall apart. And the thing also that should be noted is there's a lot of names here of people that, quite frankly, aren't the reason that the original Cowboy Bebop was phenomenal. Um, Shinichiro Watanabe being a uh, an example of of one of the few people that is. I think one of the reasons why the original was so phenomenal, but uh, Yoko Kano is not attached to this. So far as we know, neither are the seatbelts. Not that, you know, that is the entire reason the show was good, but it just, it, it was a synergistic uh, thing that came together back in the day. And then when it was brought over here, Stephen J. Bloom and Mary Elizabeth McGlynn were both uh, pretty critical to it. Uh, you know, the voice acting, you know, being such a, uh, a high mark compared to other shows of, uh, of anime. Imagine um, if they got them to dub over the lines of the characters. <laughs> you know, I, I'll be honest with you with Netflix doing this. I would not be surprised if they had a cameo, uh, in uh, the, the movie, of either of them. Well, um, no, I, I wouldn't, I would really not be surprised if, um, if Stephen J. Bloom ended up in the movie just as a cameo, the way that in, in Django Unchained, the original actor who played the white version of Django, that the movie is like not even, you couldn't even say it's loosely based on, but they literally just took the name from uh, in the scene where, where um, Jamie Foxx is uh, telling that guy, the G is silent or the, sorry, the D in Django is silent. And the guy goes, I know uh, that was a nod to the fact that that guy played Django in the original movie. Anyway, so I, I expect something like that could probably happen, but I'm, I'm just saying that I don't I don't have any hopes for this. Um, I've been in the, you know, I, I wouldn't say hyped about it, but all the way back in the 2009 stuff when those pictures surfaced of uh, Keanu Reeves with Spike's hair photoshopped on him and stuff, I've never been on board with, with that casting choice. I've, Brad, I, I, anyway, I think I, that... I don't think anyone was actually thinking this was going to be great. I think that they were just hyped because Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm just saying that I, I'm I'm not necessarily talking about this current one. I'm talking more about the the ten years ago uh, hype that existed, and I, I I think it's I think it's fizzled out personally. Anyway, do you guys? My have two cents on the say? situation is. Uh, I'm glad something came through fruition from the rumor than it just being an escalated rumor from word to mouth. Something happened, but after all the name dropping, and I hope his supervision helps out a lot, if anything. I feel like once this is released, it's just going to be one of those curious knots that happen and people will pass by it. Well, I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is don't get your hopes up um, because... Having Shinichiro Watanabe on board is the same thing as them having Mamoru Oshii on board when they made the live-action Ghost in the Shell. It didn't mean anything. It was literally just a 
something that they did so that they could throw his name around. You know, so it's it's a it's a trick to get people hyped. Uh, Lance says live action films always suck. Don't corrupt awesomeness with BS. That's I, I'll disagree with that. I don't think that they always suck, but the the problem referring oh, to live action yes. adaptations, but but I they don't um, they don't they it's you're unable to capture what made the anime good when you do it in the live action, you can occasionally get lucky and have a different reason why the live action movies end up being good. Saying, like, obviously it doesn't mean every single one sucks. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm just saying like you, you, it's just, you got to look at it from a certain way. Now I gotta, no, I gotta I, find I, out I, about this, a live action Hollywood TV show. How did we not know about this until now? This is all the way back huh. in 2017. Wow. How did we not talk about this? Now, going back to the live-action topic for a second, it doesn't matter if a project's going to be good or bad. It's going to be good or bad. It doesn't really matter if the property was a previous media then goes to the goes to another. It depends on who's driving the will on how this would go. Like with City Hunter, going back to the Jackie Chan movie, instead of... Rio Saiba being a lecherous perv, perv, he was very obsessed with food because of censorship, but still was a good movie. You have it's a good movie, counters. but I wouldn't say it's a good City Hunter movie. It's a good Jackie yeah. Chan movie. A good Jackie Chan movie, and and that's that's what I that's kind of exactly what I was just saying about a movie. A movie can capture magic but have it be different magic you know what i mean than than oh, the yeah. magic the anime brought in that's what i'm that's what i'm trying to say so um so in this regard i just i think that i, I i'm going into it very uh with bated breath you could say because i just know that when a show or a, a series gets stuck in production hell for this long um that you might as well sever all ties and start over which is, I think, what they are actually doing for for um, for the, you know to give them some credit uh, versus you know the the ten years of baggage almost that they have from from all the stuff back in uh, two thousand nine. Okay, so anyway, I, I think we've gotten our points across, but I, I really right. do want to know more about this One Piece thing. How did we miss well, my, this? My two cents on the live action thing. Is that we talk a lot about live action when this is anime. <laughs> I agree. We're on so the live action anime news. I don't know what you want me to do. Okay, streaming news. Now we're going to get into another, some more Netflix announcements here. So, Fuck okay, <laughs> this is this is actually something else that needs to be that needs to be brought up uh, regarding Netflix. Something that's important. Um, I believe. Uh, Netflix canceled Daredevil after season. I mean, good riddance because they did a horrible job continuing to write those Marvel shows. Um, There's just a stark turning point at that one year. Anyway, but, but um, I believe that Disney owning Marvel uh, is the reason for that because Disney's creating their own streaming service. And I think Disney is going to start in in order to be a competitor to existing streaming service. They have to create new shows that are worth people's time. 
right? That are that people would actually look at Disney and say, you know what? Yeah, I speaking from the perspective of somebody else, because I don't believe this at all, but to say, yeah, I love the old Disney movies and stuff, but I don't want to pay 10 bucks a month just so I can watch Snow White whenever I want or something like that, right? Disney needs needs a catalog. Yeah, well, they need to create a new catalog that will bring people in, who stuff that they haven't seen yet. And I think that Netflix's Daredevil series, when it was first launched, was pretty darn good and was a is seems to be what Disney's going to do. They're going to try to continue like the whole cinematic universe um, with properties that are going to be exclusive to their streaming platform, and that is how they're going to get people to actually buy into it. Now, with that said, that is going to leave netflix scrambling for new options and uh, and we're about to talk about some of the things that it seems like they have done so first of all what's up hopefully bollywood would stop invading netflix and every time i sit down at a friend's house to watch netflix to see what they have it's always this bollywood stuff that keeps showing up maybe it's their taste i don't know but it's kind of right. off I can't comment on that. I barely use Netflix. Um, but uh, Baki's going to be premiering Sirius the Jaeger and uh, High Score Girl. Um, did we, I can't remember, did we have a reason to believe High Score Girl was not going to get a DVD release or physical release? I don't recall that. I mean, <laughs> with, with such hits like Neo Yoki. <laughs> I, I don't know what Netflix is worried about. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, th- then uh, Backstreet Girls, which is actually something I'm about to talk about here, is also going to be uh, hitting Netflix. But I think this is going to be Netflix Japan. No, 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 because I actually I clicked on this and I saw, I remember now, yeah, I saw that there's actually a page for it on the U.S. Uh, side. So, interesting. Um, now, uh, Netflix to stream Evangelion series Death or Birth and end of Evangelion next spring. Really rushed out the title there. Discuss. Okay, so my opening thought on it is A, finally, B, awesome, because now people can actually watch it officially and not uh, like be sitting here thinking, We're, uh, th- it's not available. Um, and then, what is it? Let's see, Evangelion. Uh, why am I blanking all of a sudden? Uh, Evangelion on the frickin'. Oh yeah, and the other thing is this. Hopefully, means that they're out of licensing hell in some capacity. So maybe that means someone else is going to be up, but they'll probably have this massive bidding war. If it's well, likewise, I, think... I agree that it sh- this should be a show that should be more readily available. So this yeah, should capture a new audience, like you pointed out. A common thing with uh, Evangelion I've been seeing is the whole war between older fans and newer fans. Older fans appreciate, like the show, or can talk hours on in about it. For some reason, a new crowd of people getting into this stuff hate it for some reason. I don't know. Hopefully there's going to be more of a balance. Balance or the same shift more people to get into this series what i'm more curious about is since adv films had the license lost the license and savake has mentioned they were kind of salty about it what happened to the live action movie rights okay to this oh show oh my god no well so first of all let me just clarify this to me 
seems like a move on Netflix's part to counteract the fact that Disney is pulling the plug on their Marvel stuff. Um, so that's it, that's kind of what I was getting at before. It also says worldwide distribution or whatever. So that's actually a pretty good thing. I wonder if this Netflix is going to be... does not mention if the original English dub from the ADV, ADV films release will be included. It probably That's will. That's the question I was going to ask. Okay. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So something, other information we learned through the podcast and keeping tabs on this stuff is that when a show is a Netflix original, um, they make the, the studio pay for dubbing in all the different languages that Netflix offers. Oh, sorry. Either, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just saying, but either dubbing or um, subtitling needs to be available in every language that they cater to, right? So um, I wouldn't be surprised if Netflix got the dub. Uh, regarding what you guys were su suggesting about the license coming out of uh, hell, I don't, I don't think it's actually been in hell i think that it's been just i i imagine that the japanese uh companies probably value this property to a degree that it's just they've been it's been hard to get a bid going like an actual realistic bid that doesn't fall apart because they're probably overly demanding about it um, if we were going to speculate on because uh, I, I i do think it's likely that it will get a a physical release again at least some point in the future i'm going to speculate right. funimation will probably get it because they have um, they already have the other movies they have the other movies yeah, yeah. so i i think that that only makes sense to me um i i i hope sentai doesn't get it because i just i don't think that they have handled uh th they Hopefully have an limited. overabundance of titles that they aren't putting proper energy into uh the titles that they have you know what I mean? Like the, the good titles yeah. are are suffering because they're putting out so much crap, you know? Well, they, it kind of feels like they're grabbing what they can to keep up in the race and release, maybe yeah. on a gamble, maybe on a strategy. And we could One speculate we could speculate real quick that they're hurting because of the debacle that was uh Legend of Galactic Heroes, but uh that's speculation at this Possibly. point. Now the I like other for reason... the Netflix uh, poster there, they use the art that's also on the Christmas Platinum Edition art box, like right there. Okay. Yeah, with with Ray and uh, Shinji. Yep. Wait, isn't that? Oh yeah, Platinum Edition. You're right. Anyway, so you were you were gonna say something to TDM? Uh I was gonna say that the reason I thought it was a uh, in licensing hell is because. Wasn't there stuff about suit Studio Gainax and Hidakiano having like this lawsuit controversy thing about who owns the rights to Evangelion and all that stuff? And then they changed to Gaina, according to yeah. those articles we read a while ago. Oh god! Um, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. That's a that's yeah. a good uh, that's a good point. So no, I I definitely agree that there is. Sure. So, so you could say that the licensing, the licensing hell may have actually been a result of license holders in Japan being in dispute of who actually owned the license. Right. Okay. So that's, that, that's a good point. No, I think you're right. That, that makes, that makes a lot of sense actually. Um, now if they do redub the series, 
and they get a release up, re-release this, how would that work out? Because you technically have two English dubs. The previous dub technically has two different tracks because some of the remastered quote-unquote editions, they add more sound effects where the Japanese track didn't have those. So he's referring specifically to our favorite voice actor, um, Spike Spencer, Quinn Lee. Oh, her. Yeah, uh, who added a gross, like exploding gut sound to the scene where Masato shoots the guy in the head. Um, uh, which, so yeah, no, I watched if, that the first time, I thought it was an actual effect that they did. Yeah, but, but I mean, I it, probably thought nothing of it. Yeah, so I, I'm just saying that uh, I, I would be all for um, if Funimation gets it, optimizing it. For, well, I would be all for them redubbing it. Um, I don't think that the original dub is bad in terms of the voices of the of the actors that they used. Um, I, I know a lot of people have trouble with it, but um, I don't I don't think that that is actually the problem of the original dub. Um, more the translation in some areas is um, iffy at best, uh, but um, but I would I would prefer if if they are going to redub it that uh, that Funimation gets a hold of it and not somebody else. <laughs> I was gonna say though uh, that they they don't have exactly all the same voice actors. I think they just have Spike Spencer um, for their redub for like what my stuff. I was going to say, what is there really much of a purpose if they're going to use the same people? But when you put it that way, hmm, yeah. But do they have to really redub the entire thing? Uh, if it's just the sound effects, they could just replace that. No, and mix. It's, not, it's not just the sound effects. That was just an example of, of creative liberties that they took. Um, and in it cheapens the thematic reasoning behind why the original Japanese uh, creators created it the way that they did um, with that, with the particular scene regarding Misato that I'm referring to from end of Ava. But, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just chatting here with that mecha guy about them using the same sound effect. It was literally from a sound library, you know, and, and it's, I just, if you're gonna, I don't know. I, I think we've, we've already kind of, hit all the points that need to be hit. I think, I think that they should, if they're going to redub it, I, I would like to see them actually take the time to do it right. And I think they would, if, especially if Funimation gets it. Um, actually, because, Funimation could make a dub that is uh, just for the sake, like have a secondary track that has the same voices from their movies. That would make sense, actually. That's what I'm saying. That's what okay. I'm suggesting. Yeah. Just, yeah, just so think about clear. that. I mean, I, I would like them to have, if they did do a Blu-ray release, which the show definitely needs, I would like for them to include both, just for media preservation's sake. They probably um, would, because they did that with Escaflone. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think that they would. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I would like to see this. Um, would they change the dialogue audio track? Um, yeah, so just just so that it's, it's abundantly clear, what I'm suggesting is that I would... I would like to see a version of Evangelion with a more faithful translation to the script using the voice actors from the, the Evangelion rebuild movies um, so that it's consistent with the Funimation release on Blu-ray 
without additional sound effects put in just for the sake of wouldn't it be awesome if we did this kind of thing, which is, which was the mindset from the words of Amanda Winley herself, the mindset they did when they were doing the ADR stuff on it um, back then. So that's, that's what I'm suggesting. Anyway, my, can we move my on only thing is to do that track. Like you're saying, mm-hmm. what I would like to see happen for this series is kind of how they did the original star Trek with its remastered edition. There's a collection of Star Trek out there that you can switch and swap if you want the CG effects or the model effects while watching the show. Which I feel like that would be a convenient option for the viewer or purchaser. I was going to say FDM. Um, oh yeah, the last thing I was going to say is that yay, now you can go on Netflix and watch the uh, was it End Evangelion without the stupid pillar and uh, letterboxing? Window boxing. Yeah, I didn't remember that turn. Yeah, turn, I'm, but... I'm, I'm just reminding you because you know repetition is the key to learning. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not trying to shame anybody. I hate it when I always feel like people. I don't know. I'm just are explaining why I didn't yeah, say I window boxing is all. Um, but yeah, that's like, oh, that'll be beautiful because. It takes up so much resolution when it's already SD. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, and that mecha guy is saying, also keep Ava Unit 1's roar the same as the Japanese version. I don't care for the monster roar like in the English dub. Um, I'll, I'll say this about it. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but uh, I, in terms of Attack on Titan, I actually like the English effect they have on Aaron's uh, Titan form roar a lot more than the Japanese one, personally. But um, I'd like to... Let me put it this way. Here, here's here's the end all to it, is that anime dubbing has come a long way. Uh, they are way better at it today than they were back then. And I'd like to see this handled by the capable hands of today and have both tracks on, on the Blu-ray so that I can enjoy however i want to hear it you know what i mean i'd just like yeah, to i'd like for them to at least give it a shot all right you guys ready to move on moving on all right so i i'm sorry for you uh fdnm but Ozaland land pictures canceled the canadian uh screenings of chunibio you mean they're I mean, canceling that thing i didn't know was a thing yeah. to begin with <laughs> oh no uh, and then Hunter, Hunter, the last mission anime films uh, is going to head to the U.S. Uh, theaters. And this movie is from uh, 2013. <laughs> so, so we're finally getting it over here, which is cool because it's probably going to get physical release and all that. All that. I'll be glad stuff. to add it to my rest of my Hunter Hunter stuff. Yeah. So that's looking good. Um, that's going to be coming in January, 2019. So we will probably talk a little bit more about it and I'm going to have to get, I'm going to have to finally get myself caught up so I can go to this screening, um, more prepared loop on the third gets a new TV anime special this winter. And it looks as though he's getting a new jacket color. So, um, He's going to be wearing black, as you can see, although he's also wearing red here. So I'm just I was going to say, sure why is he have two different ones? <laughs> we will have to see. Um, so June Kawagoe of Loop on the Third Operation Return of the Treasure, Cyborg 009 versus Devilman and Innocent Venus is directing the anime at TMS Entertainment. Uh, Takehito Hara of The Aurora is penning the script, and Hirotada 
pardon, Hirotaka Marufuji of Lupin III, The Last Job, is the key animator. Um, Kabaneer, the Iron Forger's chief, chief animation... Oh, no, he was the key animator on that, and he was the chief animation director of Kabaneer, the Iron Fortress, is serving as character designer, uh, which I always think is very funny that the character design has changed so little in all this time, but people still get tasked with doing it. Although if you watch Mystery of Mamo and then watch Castle of Kaleosha, Kali there's definitely a difference in the, uh, in the uh, character designs. Anyway, you guys have anything you want to say about this? Uh, Lance Power says, Anime 10, Ejo Leja Mao. At Augie. At Augie. I think that says, is that T-I-N or T? Lance, please. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll talk. So, not um, Corey. <laughs> All right. So, I'm going to. Uh, what, but Corey, yeah. Corey like, what, Greek what is statue? This? Oh. Corey, Corey means uh, this. Is? And Corey means that or whatever. Like, so, Nani Corey is like, what is this? Like, what the hell? Um, I might have those backwards anyway. But, uh, um, Sci-fi survival manga, Seven Seeds, sprouts into a Netflix original anime. Series based on long-running shoujo slash jose manga, to which I say, well, what is it? Shoujo jose or sci-fi survival? By Yumi uh, Tamura begins delivery in April of 2019. So, again, uh, the reason I've sort of structured things the way that I have is, I, <laughs> is Klingon. <laughs> He was speaking to you on Klingon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, so what I, what I was getting at, the reason I structured things here is what I'm trying to convey is that because of Disney's split with Netflix, it looks to me that we are going to start getting significant. Like Netflix, Netflix had access to Marvel. They don't have access to Marvel anymore. So Netflix is scrambling for something new. And it looks to me like they're jumping on anime, both in terms of um, original anime and live action anime. Now that's fantastic on one end, because we get a lot more of this. But on the other hand, a lot of the Netflix uh, anime have not had physical releases. So it's like, it's kind of a bittersweet thing. Sort well, of we're doing better than Amazon anyway. They actually do have some that are releasing. They do, they do for sure. Boy, these it's a work in progress. They only <laughs> the uh, look at look at how undynamic the poses for the, I mean, and for a character sheet, they don't have to be, but it just seems so bland. And then all of a sudden, you get to these other characters who are actually like posed into a more. It's just interesting. Anyway, so um, do you guys do you even know about Seven Seeds? Like, does anybody have anything to say about this, or shall oh, I? No, All right, no, move on then. Gundam franchise announces five projects for its 40th anniversary, including Hathaway's Flash. And I'm going to hearken back to our boogie woogie discussion about this is how you do an anniversary, right? As yeah. we were saying, so. The press conference for the Gundam franchise's 40th anniversary was held in Tokyo today on November 21st, announcing five new projects. Mobile Suit Gundam, the origin TV series, because the current origin one is a manga, correct? And the OVA? No, it's a... Uh, okay, yeah. I thought you were going to say it's only a manga. Yeah, so the, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is they're, they're 
lengthening it to the length of the series. Uh, it's going to be a re-edited edition. Are they based on based on the six-part OVA released from 2015 to 2018? A re-edited edition will be aired for 13 episodes on NHK General TV. Uh, it's I all think... OPED theme songs are produced by Sugizo. Okay. That I think mean that first thing. announcement is the only bittersweet thing here because it's like, yeah, you're getting more of something that's already out and you'll probably have to buy it if they re-release it. But yeah, continue. Well, it's kind of funny because I'm 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 looking for ways for us to start sneaking Gundam into uh, into the Watch Club, so I can sit down and watch it. Because I just I want I want to sit down and experience Gundam, but they just keep making it, (laughs) and they keep putting stuff like (laughs) I'm trying to watch it based on the Universal Century timeline and and all the other different time. I'm trying to watch them sequentially, so technically. Gundam Thunderbolt actually takes place before the original Gundam, isn't it? No, right. Gundam Igloo is the one that takes place before the original Gundam, right? So I, right. but now we've got the origin, you know, and I'm like, I well, thought Origin God damn it. was like, Origin is before the original TV series, but my problem with that is that you're going from the most beautifully animated version, and then you go to the worst, most primitive version right after, and you're like. Uh, if you watch the movies, it's not that bad. Yeah, let me let me clarify something real quick. Uh, you have not seen the original Gundam. I, uh, that's correct. Yeah. To who? I've watched ten episodes. Okay. Well, I, I was just gonna say that um, of what I have seen of the original Gundam, I I don't think that would be an issue for me because um, it's kind of like if you've ever sat down and watched like the original. Macross, or like when we watch Dallas, you know, yeah. there's a charm to the to the to the vintage effect that I think I think holds up. The issue, though, that I have with it is that the DVDs of the original Gundam that I have, I think, are dub only. So, anyway, anyway What's wrong with that? Gundam build series SD Gundam Worlds Sangoku Soketsuden. So. That's because people want more, more super deformed more, Gundam. Yeah, seriously. Yes, that is just as big as Gundam. <laughs> I Gundam Recon, Reconquista? Is that how you're supposed to pronounce it? They're making compilation calls for that one. Why? <laughs> okay, so like I, I have to take back a lot of what them. I just said. I was just, I was just saying this a is Gundam how series. This is how you, you make it. You make they a bunch of do a trilogy movie. You're always going to see that. Why? It seems so. so I, I have to. I have to completely redact my statement about about how if you're going to celebrate the anniversary or something that you actually do something like this. But in actuality, I'm going to guess right now these are literally because of how much Gundam they make. These were probably just on the slate, <laughs> and because it's the 40th anniversary, oh uh, yeah, it's our 40th anniversary special. More SD Gundam. <laughs> yeah, that's literally <laughs> the only new thing. <laughs> anyway, a oh, Recon Guista was 26 so this, episodes. This is the only thing that seems to be actually related to the to the fourth. 40th anniversary, right? the Hathaway Flash trilogy film. Three-part feature film based on Yoshiyuki Tomino's um, spin-off slash sequel novel of the same name. 
uh, is officially confirmed. It is the second project of UC Universal. I'm assuming this is Universal Century NXT 01. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I, I, I'm not a big enough fan of Gundam to even, to even comprehend what that's supposed to mean. Uh, I'm assuming UC stands for Universal Century, though. Yeah. Following the forthcoming film Mobile Suit Gundam NT uh, that will open in Japan November 30th. Charlie. So those are actually cool. a new thing, I guess. Yeah, because it's coming after it comes after NT, which hasn't even aired. I don't think. All right. Well, I'm going to let more more information about this come out, but it's cool that uh, it's cool. I mean, it's bittersweet we're getting more Gundam because there's just so freaking much of it to try to get through. <laughs> I just find it unnecessary because it's like here's more gundam that you've already seen that we're going to obligate you to watch slash purchase yeah <laughs> i mean i wouldn't mind it's, but, it, it but the thing out. is that the, of the gundam i have watched i've enjoyed so much of it that it's like i feel obligated to buy this stuff but when i do actually I sit down know. and watch it i haven't i haven't felt like i was suffering maybe sd gundam <laughs> but uh anyway it's just uh, like uh well my yeah. only uh I was going to, I don't remember what I was going to say for that, but I do remember what I was going to say is that the way that I plan to watch Gundam is sequentially to how the air date was. Okay. So that's it goes probably the smarter way to do it. Just because it goes from lowest production quality to highest. Not that that well, means anything after a certain point, but yeah, not only I that, think but they're made to be washed that way. Right. That's how it was originally made. I'm not going to be one of those snobs that says, watch it the way it was meant to be, sub only with Japanese. No. It, no but it's I mean, like a... in terms of Star Wars, you're supposed to watch episodes four, five, and six before one, two, and three. Because it was released that way, so that's how people experienced it. So well, I no, figure. I mean, I mean that the storytelling aspect was written to be experienced that way. They didn't write it Basically. so that you were supposed to experience it with say. one, two, and three, because one, two, and three has reveals that don't mean anything to you unless you saw four, five, and six first. Dude, A lot of them are stupid. Like, hey, did you know that Darth Vader built C three PO? You know, like shit. Like that's not. It's dumb. Like, it, the, but when you watch, you when you watch off. one, two, and three first, and then go into four, five, and six, oh, R two D two and C three PO are here. Like that's weird that they're keeping these characters from those Watching other movies. The movie that didn't do anything, you know. So anyway, um, yeah, says you get a says, higher art quality. And technically, the TV series for Gundam at first wasn't what made it big. The toy sales and the <laughs> and, movies and the made the series and revived, kept it alive so it can go to the next iteration. As far as I'm concerned, there's only one spoiler for Star Wars. And if you don't know it by now, that's on you. <laughs> and the other spoiler is that that franchise actually really sucks. <laughs> Sorry, have to say it. Anyway, you don't like it. I don't. I don't care for it. I think it's dumb. <laughs> um, I like it. All right, I am finished with this actually, gun plot. Uh, on that, on that plot. Hold on, I, I have to. My wife sent me a message uh, this morning from. Says. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna equate this. I'm gonna start by saying that in Star Wars, they have star destroyers and laser swords. But all the uh, characters, at least the Jedi, look like um, Jesus and the Twelve Apostles in terms of their clothing, right? 
My wife sent me this. Science in One Piece is fucking wild. No, On one end, the average person doesn't know that rubber doesn't conduct electricity. And on the other end, genetic manipulation down to the cellular level has been near perfected. Uh, came to see... Uh, sorry, came to some more interesting revelations as I was messaging a friend. Somebody said, we have guns that are very inefficient, but look here is a modern day, is modern day surgical tech. We don't have television, but, but there are, this person can't write. There are, we have wizards in the sky that can control the West, the weather radio. Never heard of her. You know what though? Cyborgs. <laughs> so anyway, Okay. Moving on <laughs> for that weird tangent. My Hero Academia anime films bonus All Might manga uh, that was given away to the first million uh, uh, theater goers in Japan is getting an anime release. Of course it is. Um, so I guess, I guess we're just going to get to see more of, uh, of the anime version of California that's actually Nevada. <laughs> All right. So we, oh, yes. uh, we talked. I correct me if I'm wrong, but did I not call out the bullshit in that article about the legend of Zelda, uh, Netflix series? Cause they were so wrong. <laughs> it was all conjecture. And they put out the article with the clickbaitiest title. Like it's confirmed. No, it's a devil may cry. <laughs> it's a devil may cry, uh, series getting a Netflix, uh, original, um, to which I'm just going to say, can't possibly be worse than the other devil may cry anime. That thing. What? I, in my house, I thought that was that, a fun show. I call that show Devil May Queen. Said, that show sucks. Are you saying we should watch that for January's Watch Club? Hell no. I don't want to sit through it again. That's a, that's a gross bastardization of, of the Devil May Cry franchise. It's Actually, maybe, so because I didn't, maybe because I didn't play the game, so when I watched it, I enjoyed it. So, <laughs> the funny thing the about it game. is... All the lava the, spider because it didn't flash for the this hits. This is a terrible. Anime. Uh, I haven't seen it. This is a terrible picture of Dante. But the funny it's thing better about than what they did for DMC game where they changed his look. Okay, but what I'm saying is that in the anime, they spend so much time making Dante look dark, mysterious, and badass. And freaking lady looks like a man <laughs> through half of that show. <laughs> Man, I that was one of the first few anime I watched, so I do not remember details like that. But all I have to say is, if they can at least have the original Dante look and the original attitude and all that crap, I'll be happy because I don't want some DMC, oh, he has short hair now and brown hair and loses his charm type thing, you know? I'll be happy if they can do that. And judging by what they did with Castlevania... Uh, hopefully it'll be good. And also, do you see the quote that the guy said who's making it? He's like, I had to get the right so they don't F it up in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> and I quote. That's I'll what gives me faith, that quote. <laughs> Devil May Cry will join Castlevania in what is being referred to as bootleg multiverse. He didn't provide much in the way of details, but he said he acquired the rights. So, quote, the jabronis in Hollywood don't fuck this one up too <laughs> he also thanked fans for making castlevania such a huge success saying the series really overperformed uh judging from the photo he shared it's safe to say adi shankar is excited about the latest his latest ac acquisition all right um anyway 
All right, Lance, thanks for stopping by. So uh, let's uh, let's move on to Magical Creamy Mammy. All right. So um, it's getting a spinoff manga. So I guess that means... we're spinoff anime to be licensed by that company that's going to go out of business as soon as it's licensed and then burn all their stock. Talking about but anime souls. They're um, already... Oh, yeah, crowdfunding. Yeah, the defunct video streaming crowdfunding anime soul had a crowdfunding campaign. Have you ever seen this show, Creamy Mammy? It has one thing with Lupin that's in common. It knows how to deliver mayhem. Like it will start like the tiniest, tiniest of problems, and somehow escalate to a huge chase. Like in the first episode, there's an admirer of the girl. She's running away with the boy that she likes. A car almost hits this big kid. That's the admirer. Admirer, and all he does is run past the car, kind of push it aside like a tackle tackle and keeps running it's a very to me it's a very enjoyable show i just wish it was more available hopefully hopefully this reboot will give it more more of a is this the character popularity yes that's it what i'm hoping for is that whoever licenses the new anime will be like oh there's already an anime for this and then yeah yeah similar yeah. to glass uh glass mask that was like the reverse wasn't it because they got the new one and then they got the old one well that's what i'm saying is I, I thought you were saying that whoever gets the new one notices that they have oh, the it, older one and for some and reason i licenses that for some reason i wasn't thinking there so you're right never mind <laughs> all right <laughs> um yeah no i'll just say this i'll keep this brief um I don't know that this has anything to do with the new thing. Um, this does look like an updated artwork of the old designs. And I, I actually think this looks pretty good. Like, um, yeah. but again, this is for the manga. Um, so the artist is going to be the same artist, right? I mean, it's not, not going to change that drastically, but uh, I like the updated, let's say digital artwork look of it over a lot of other shows that get rebooted and just lose all their detail and don't keep that old 80s charm. So I I, um, I want to keep an eye on where this goes and see if we get, uh, hopefully get a better release over here of the original. Hunter Hunter manga goes on hiatus again in December. You could pretty much um, you could pretty much just keep sharing this same article and, uh, and change the month. <laughs> this is the, <laughs> the hiatus chart. So long ago, I heard it was like because he's too busy playing Dragon Quest. And I think the last <laughs> time that we right. said he went on hiatus, I said, Yeah, but it's only when it goes on Dragon Quest. But I didn't realize they actually released a new one. So it's totally true. I thought it was Akira Toriyama that had a bad habit of that. No, he Akira Toriyama, he designs the artwork for Dragon Quest. So, yeah, so he's actually working. Wait for him so he can work. The, the I want to play my own game, honey. Yeah, this is this is the funniest thing about this is that um, Hunter Hunter is a victim of its own success because if your manga is so popular that you can afford to take this much time off work, <laughs> um, 
your fans, like, I mean, I just feel so, I mean, I like Hunter Hunter and, and I'm glad that, that, you know, we're getting the anime and stuff of it. I, I don't read the manga, but, um, of what I saw, the original anime came out, loved it. Um, the newer anime, I'm still not caught up to, uh, where it overlaps with the original stuff was, but I'm pretty close. Uh, I'm looking forward to see where it goes. And, and I think, you know, they, they've handled it in a really nice way, but God, like it's just, <laughs> the show I this read... popular that you just, end up, I mean, come on. <laughs> There's more red here than blue. <laughs> yeah, I I heard. Um, sorry. Uh, when I I read like a hundred or something chapters of it, and I liked it, but I don't like it as much as everyone is like, oh my god, best anime of ever all time. So, it, like it's a shonen, is what I think. Yeah, but let me, let me clarify. Uh, it's worth noting that there are a couple arcs at the beginning that are a little bit difficult to get through. And then the show gets incredibly good right at the point where the original release ends. The re-release, well, actually, I wouldn't say right. The show gets really interesting midway through the original release. Uh, but then in the re-release where, they're, where they reanimated it and they decided to start at the beginning and just blow through that story, like they're getting through like 10 episodes in one episode kind of thing. Um the stuff that was interesting in the first original release uh, is handled so poorly that it's not interesting in the same way in the, in the re-release. If that makes sense. So but I'm just saying that like... if you haven't gotten far enough into it, I'm telling you, like I thought that it was overhyped until I got to a certain point in it, like around the time where this character shows up and it just totally blew my mind. What was happening in the show? Like it got so, so interesting. So I mean, it's like a full alchemist and brotherhood. How the first one handles like the stuff it does cover again a lot better, but obviously doesn't follow through the whole thing or even more material. I think it's a different situation there. But regarding specifically um, uh, brotherhood, I, I haven't I haven't watched enough of. Bro I've only watched like maybe the first three episodes of Brotherhood. At some point, it would be nice if we actually watched that, but that's too long. The um, Original Full Metal Alchemist and, and Brotherhood, but that would be a nice Too thing. Long to get to. and yeah, I don't, I don't think you want to support its current release right now. You mean the Aniplex? I'm not gonna buy that. Well, you can watch it on Netflix for yeah, anyone who wants to. <laughs> anyway, so Eevee stars in first official Pokemon Tamagotchi gadget. There you go. Now, first of all, this is Toma. I always hate this. I, I'm gonna continue to call it Tamagotchi, and I'm also gonna continue to call it Karate instead of karate but uh this probably should be tamaguchi <laughs> just for the record oh, um there's there's just a couple things i'm just not gonna i'm not gonna give up <laughs> the american pronunciation of because i like it, them better this is but, such um, an oxymoron though because tamagotchi is what digimon company is so they're I brought that up too. I said, let the Digimon lawsuits begin. And Augie had pointed out, he made a great point that um, technically uh, this actually isn't the first time that there was a pocket pal version of, uh, of Pokemon. Cause there was the Pikachu about uh, the gold and silver versions that had that Pokeball back, back before the that. Time when the yellow version came out. There was a, um, a Pikachu. Pikachu. I forgot what it was go. called. No, it wasn't Pikachu uh, Go. It, yeah, there was a pocket Pikachu thing that had a pedometer in it. So it actually, you got, like, I think there were mini games on it, and you actually yeah, you know, earned like, coins or something. Like the like, game of, and the surfing game. 
Yeah, so there was like a type of currency that you earned by walking. So believe it or not, before Pokemon Go, the Pokemon franchise was getting people out of the house to walk. <laughs> Although if you were like me, you attached it to your trampoline <laughs> and got a oh zillion God. coins in an hour. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so this actually is uh, a miss. I mean, I, I, I don't know if your pocket Pikachu has anything to do with Tamagotchi, but... Um, I think it, this concept's way too outdated to be appealing yes. to the young Yeah, ones. no, I, I, I well, absolutely agree. outdated, but the Tamagotchi crowd is still popular even today. Right, but it's, yeah. I mean, so it's more the, of a novelty thing. The funny oh, thing yeah. about Tamagotchi is it has all the, the aspects of parenting that are the worst aspects and, and pretty much and none, they of make the, it fun. none of the good aspects. <laughs> no, I don't think you have this article set up, but there are people there's a article that came out today or yesterday or yesterday, yesterday that uh, people are trying to bootleg it before it even comes out right now. Bootleg it or, Oh, you mean like they're make cause cause it was such a freaking simple concept that right. you could, you could make your own, you could probably program it in a freaking graphing calculator and, and release it online. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's dumb. For all, literally, all it is is, is pictures nice. of me instead of instead of the other thing. Anyway, um, Devil May Cry Five Collector's Edition, which I thought we already had. It's <laughs> another one. Eighty-eight thousand dollar version of it. This one's comes the one twenty dollar. <laughs> so it comes with a van. I totally. Is, is it thinking it's been ten now or something? I totally want this replica of some really ratty, uh, beat-up old vehicle. I think that's a Winnebago. They call it Winnebago, which is how they make cried spray paint with blue on it. What no, was this fresh uh, print spiller? It's um, neon lights. Oh. I was reading something here. What did they say? After that Fallout uh, 76 Collector's box. Edition bag? No, yeah. sorry. No, I wouldn't get that anyway. All right, so I, I think I don't. I don't think anybody has anything to say about this. Let's just move on to yep. release news, which I realize I'm going to have to. Uh, there is literally nothing. There is a, yeah. There's also a request for us to go through the Funimation cell right now. We could do that. Um, which is just is a it, few bundles. Since I have more cash than I did. I saw a ton of My Hero Academia merch on the first page. Yeah, I'm, uh, is there a way no, on... I'm going to get the school uniform. Is there... You mean the track suit? Yeah. I. Above. You can pre-order the track suit right now. <laughs> track suits, personally. Um, you my uh, my mother-in-law bought, bought my son um, a, like a track suit for Christmas or whatever. And I'm like, yep, my my son, the Russian gangster over there. <laughs> okay, so pre-orders slash new releases. Wow, am I glad I turned off the uh, <laughs> the screen sharing before I did this. <laughs> the teen whatever. Oh my god, um, it's figures is what's coming up right now that I have to <laughs> hold on. Let me switch up the Blu-ray. Yeah, all I see okay. is some live action called The Great Battle, and then that uh, that adult title that is not. Oh, Teen Triumph. Right, yeah. Lock and Nothing Logic now. Essentials, and no. then Love Live. 
They already, you know, that was last time. Pretty much last time. That was I it. know. I'm saying Love Live. I meant we did Love Live last time, so we're getting into it. Was this in the last one, too? Yep. Yeah. Well, oh, I don't remember it. I don't care. Like I said, one, one that um, wasn't last time. Okay. Well, so there's, this is this is what's new, is this. Oh, great. Yeah, one of them. Thank you. <laughs> I sent Damn. you that Amazon link or whatever to... Was it Yokai Watch? Oh, um... Oh yeah, 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 that's right. You would you would just mention it. I was I thought we had an article for that, but we don't. Um, let me let me pull that up. You sent me yes. Here it is. Okay. And there's technically ber perfect blue Blu-ray that's coming out in like February, but the page is missing because I guess they're not ready to pre-order and stuff. So okay. let's just so just let the, that be said. Yokai Watch Season oh, One, Volume One. How many episodes are going to be on this thing? Twelve, I think. Two hundred and eighty-six minutes. Yeah, it's not going to be very much. But hey, look at the price. It could be a yeah. lot worse. Could be worse. Who's releasing it? Um, Some unknown is... company, as far as I know. M Circle. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's Yokai Watch for you. Um, I think. Yeah. Sort title. Yeah, okay. We'll uh, we'll do the Funimation thing. Let's come back to that. Um, I think the Funimation thing, most of the sales are pretty negligible, at least for me, but um Well I, I just wanna let's get through the thing. let's get through the articles real quick because we've only got a couple left. Um, right. Okay. And a lot of them are we're just gonna mention like, hey, this happened and then we're gonna move on. Uh, there's some more um, well I'll get to this in a minute. Let me uh, Did anybody in the chat actually watch Haunted Junction out of curiosity? Because if you didn't, if if literally nobody did and nobody actually wants to get to that discussion, then we'll do the uh, I, I have no problem doing the Funimation thing before that. Um, I actually maybe, only got to watch half of Haunted Junction, but I mean it's episodic. I'll be honest. I didn't. I didn't rewatch all of it, but since I was rewatching it, I had already seen it, so I, it, it didn't bother me as much. Um, first time I watched the show, it didn't grip me. Second time, didn't grip me either. So, but New Whiskey shows Golgo Thirteen really knows its demographic. Two vintage space sides get relabeled for the series' fiftieth anniversary. I think a space side is a Scottish single malt. Scotch? I don't know. I'd have to get Dakota Broski on here to to spin the uh, tales about different alcohols. So Lashonsky has it, but he hasn't watched it, so we'd be spoiling it. Okay. Yeah. So because I'm if if nobody is going to mind that we do the sale first, then that's great because we can. It just feels more nice. Like we Bill would like to talk about it. No, oh, I, yeah, I'm not I saying we shouldn't talk about it. I'm just saying that it'll be great. Good. I was gonna say I heard about this type of thing that there's so many animation problems that are like the mouth is like floating away from the character or something like that, like that yeah. level bad. And there's been like some stuff in the credits where they the staff you, put like, you, please no, help you're me. You're talking We're, about this, not Haunted Junction, just so that people because I don't oh, think right. they can. Yeah. Uh, What's the name of this? My sister, my writer. My writer. So in in okay. this uh, in this series. Um, the credits list an animator with the pseudonym. Honestly, I'm screwed as the name. 
So uh, this this is the name here, Shojiki Komada, which I don't think that um, I don't think this means that. I think what they're getting at is that the the translation of if you put these characters together could could mean this because it just just doesn't seem right for. Well, it's probably saying. intentional because the staff is like, oh my god, help me. Yeah. We're, we're in bad times, man. Yeah. I remember there was one time... Um, yeah, I forget. I don't remember the guy's name. There, there was a thing when Obama was president where the White House press secretary had the word help written on his hand in uh, Sharpie. I just made me think of that when he was up there and he kept flashing his hand around. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> anyway, um, it's not unusual for animators to work under pseudonyms on titles. They, they do not wish to have their real name associated with. Uh, I can attest to this. <laughs> the name Shojiki Kamada does not appear on the credits of any other anime project. It just, it's kind of funny that, somebody actually paid attention enough to notice this and look into it and realize, ah, it's, it's you know. I think it's because of that thing that happened before that I heard about, yeah. probably. So this was a cry for help, is, is the bottom line of, of the animators, that the industry is, is so ridiculously unsustainable. I think that, that's more uh, particularly this one. So, um... Let me. Well, no, it's the industry in general, but this particular one is is suffering from the unsustainability of the industry overall, for sure. So, something that's worth noting: Hayao Miyazaki has been quoted saying that there are too many otaku in the anime industry, and the reason for that is because of the unsustainability of the industry. Because the only people who are willing to get a job working 80 hours a week or more living at the studio sleeping under your desk are people who actually have a passion for the anime industry going into it nobody else is going to put themselves through that you know right so yeah. it is a product of its own demise in that regard and and that's not to say that the other people shouldn't uh th that there should be more people in the industry who don't give a shit about anime i'm not saying that at all but what i am saying is that um a lot of it, like, let's say in, in, the in the Western movie business, when the movie industry was, especially like special effects was growing, um, people were coming from other fields and becoming effects artists like puppeteers and, and whatnot. And that actually was remarkably good for the industry as a whole, because there, it, it opened up an opportunity for people to utilize skills that they had spent their lifetime developing to work in things such as um, engineering or whatever, right? And they brought that to like Hollywood and worked on on movies and and did model making and stuff for like Star Wars or other other sci-fi type things, and um, that helped. The that was like a big boom in the industry. Um, but now people are getting into the industry because they want to work in the industry, right? So they go to school, they go to school to learn this stuff. And then everybody ends up thinking the same way rather than coming into it with a better, more, um, diverse idea set on how to approach problems. So everybody's approaching the problems the way that they were taught rather than thinking outside the box and innovating, which I think is the problem that Miyazaki is, is noticing. So moving on. All I have to say is that that studio has made five anime total. 
So I'm yeah. pretty sure they were just not that well off to begin with, and it's just crumbling down because they're not that successful. But yeah. What is the uh, studio? Naz? And Naz. Mag well, Naz has got a lot on their thing uh, that they've been involved in. But no, like, okay, so I, I'm looking on Wikipedia. There's like five things that they've straight up like done all the yeah, so that's probably it says though other projects there's five other different things that they've done like in-betweens and stuff photography for devil man crybaby since there's only five why don't you just read off the uh, five time. titles it says if you look oh, at the studio so basically, done. it looks like we have to just look up for a long time. Yeah, animation production. They've done Hamatora. They've done Dramatic Murder, oh, My oh, First geez. Girlfriend and Gal, Angle so, Moi, Record Angle of Moi. Mongol Invasion. That's that's surprising to me that a studio having this much trouble, and also a studio that has My First Girlfriend is a Gal. When I look at that art style, they're the ones doing Angomois and Dramatical Murder. It's funny, all the, all the things that Augie just bought, Dramatical Murder, Diabolic Lovers. <laughs> you know. oh. Didn't you just get this too? I'm supporting an industry, even though it was on sale. So some of these are actually listed twice, because Hajimete no Gal is the same thing as My First Girlfriend is a Gal. Um, they're listed in the English and Japanese, although hilariously, Hajimete no Gal... Oh, because this is the OVA. Oh, interesting. I was going to say, they, they didn't do photography for that one. Uh, anyway. All right, so moving on. Mobile Suit Gundam writer Yu Yama, Yamamoto passed it away at 71. Augie and I had a fun laugh at... I was joking that... Well, we were actually talking about a different guy who was 88. We were joking that uh, people in Japan either die really young or really old, and he said, yeah, they're all rock stars. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they live the rock and roll lifestyle of uh, of dying at 27 or dying at 105. <laughs> I remember that there's a quick Gundam thing that I forgot to say is that why don't they announce something about the new uh, the sequel to Gundam Double O that they were playing? That's what I'm looking forward to. But they're like, yeah, here's some recap. Yeah, anyway. why aren't they? I kind of agree with you. How come there's not any more promotions for that? I remember us talking about it's it because it's time, probably it... way in pre-production or something. Okay. Yeah. Wait, it might be waiting till after Code Geass is done. Oh, which is still taking forever to come over. Hey, hey, at least quality matters for that type of show. This yeah. universe contestant. Oh, we should do Code. Code Geass for uh, Watch Clubs in 2019. <laughs> Miss Universe contestant represents Japan dressed as Sailor Moon. I don't have anything to say about this. I just wanted to bring it to your attention. It's a little neat little uh, thing to hold us over till the next article here about girls and Panzer fans crowd this year's Orai uh, Fest. Yep. So the coastal town of Orai in Ibaraki Prefecture's annual Angler Fish Festival has seen a huge influx of visitors ever since it merged with the Girls in Panzer anime in 2013. So uh, long story short, um, because of the, uh, I, I guess this is the setting that Girls in Panzer takes place in. Is that is that am I getting that right? It's it's basically Either setting a, or the place that they took the final battle in the movie. Right, right. Um, Take it easy, Takaso. 
so because of because of that there's been a, a tourist it's become a tourist attraction and the festival is seeming to be I maybe the festival was featured in the in the show is that is that what it is but um but people are coming and it's getting rowdy like it's actually getting a little out of hand because of how like how overcrowded the shopping district is getting I'm not even going to bother anyway um moving on fist of the north stars uh heart makes his virtual youtube you virtual youtuber debut I so, uh, love lately Like he's singing. He, uh, <laughs> so I have to wonder the person who's in charge of doing it, it can't be a team, right? It's got to be like maybe, maybe some time and money was spent getting the model built, but it's got to mostly be just one guy doing this. And it just seems to me like this is a gimmick. Like they've, they've got to be building up to something, right? Um, Otherwise, why would they even bother to do this kind of thing? But it just seems to me like this is going to fizzle out so quick. And then I, I'm just going to wonder how long it'll take before they abandon this. You know? So far this year, this is like, of all the Fist and the North Star characters, the year of the heart. We've seen them. We see him in different advertisements. We've seen the creator make him skinny and Bashonen. Right, right. Uh, I think he has his own... I doubt this, but I could have sworn that he had like his own liquor that we talked about. Yeah, no, I, we've talked about him a lot for sure. We definitely, yeah. he's definitely come up a lot. So you're right. He's getting a lot of love. I, I, I'm wondering what's behind that. Like yeah. why is he all of a sudden getting all of this? Uh, why is he all of a sudden getting all this attention? Because this, in order to do this, like, it seems to me like this is a authorized production by the rights holders of Fist of the North Star. And my question is, why would they spend money doing doing this? Are they yeah. going to be promoting something? You know, is there going to be sure. a new this is it because of the video game? Is it a way to to wait a way to you know ride the waves of of things to to branch between announcement to announcement? Like why are they doing it? Now if you watch Fist in the North Star, either the movie or the show, this guy's like Raditz from Dragon Ball Z. He's not there for that long. However, yeah, in Fist exactly. of the Blue Sky, I'm not sure how much of a character he is in that, but who knows? Well, Fist of the Blue Sky is a good uh, guess because that is a new thing coming out now that is in 3D. They might have actually taken the model from Fist of the Blue Sky. That's a good That's a good observation, actually, uh, in order to do the virtual YouTube uh, stuff with him. Boy, my screen is dirty. I'm just wiping it down. You guys can't see it though because I have the screen share on. Anyway, I just keep looking at different things, thinking it's part of the artwork, and then I scroll and it stays <laughs> where it was. Anyway, um, all right. So yeah, I just think it's I think it's a little interesting, and I'm I wonder where this is gonna go. Um, Crunchyroll um, has a, a article here about a One Piece statue um, gonna be unveiled in the Creators Home Prefecture. So. That's kind of, I mean, I, it, this really shows you the cultural phenomenon that is anime or manga rather, um, or both, if you want to put it that way, uh, that um, these are the things that get immortalized in Japan, you know, um, and it's just, it's a very, 
when you look at Japanese culture on the surface and you look at how reserved and quiet and all that they tend to be, and then you realize that that their entire culture, pop culture, is all video games and comic books and and cartoon shows. Yeah, it's just such an interesting uh, phenomenon to look at. And, it, and unfortunately, we don't have an image of the statue yet because it's not been unveiled. But last thing here I want to talk about, another fuck you YouTube thing here going on. Well, also Shogakukan. So Shogakukan is hunting down manga spoiler posters on YouTube. So even in Japan, where manga is readily available and doesn't require translating, manga piracy is a major problem. Yeah, most of the manga we get here that are scanlations are scanned from people who bought them in Japan and put them online. Um, most recently... Japanese readers have taken to YouTube to propagate manga scans, or rather pieces of them, in a method which YouTube has now deemed illegal. So this is why I'm bringing this up, because this is definitely going to blow up to more than they're making it out to be right now, and is going to hurt the uh, online anime community, and may actually knock some people out of it, uh, get their channels... Um, uh, banned or whatever like get them scrubbed from the from the platform uh because of a new legal thing that's come out here that is again i think totally bullshit but manga titles such as shogaku khan's uh ushijima the lone shark have been pro uh propagating on the video sharing platform as spoiler videos in which video creators will upload key moments or major events but instead of scanning the pages now this is important here Instead of scanning the pages, they isolate the speech bubbles. Okay? So, these spoiler videos convey the new issue story without using copyrighted art, enabling viewers to follow the story without purchasing the manga while video makers avoid copyright strikes. I have to say, if you don't give a shit about the manga and you just want to follow the story on somebody's YouTube channel, I don't think that you're going to bother to buy the fucking manga if they ban the YouTube videos. Does that seem weird to anybody else? Uh, that's a very different audience. Well, they could easily just go online and get a summary of it, is what I have to say for the spoiler thing. But, um... This is getting close to basically banning you from talking about popular culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's ridiculous. So, a case was brought before Tokyo District Court yesterday by Shogaku-kan, claiming that these spoiler videos still violate copyright as they contain licensed material in the form of the manga's written word. Guess the fuck what? All you're going to do is change it so that now, rather than uploading the fucking speech bubbles, they're just going to read it to them. Okay? <laughs> You're not going to change shit. And that's why this is dangerous. No. Yeah, they're just going to find another way around it. They're going to find another if way anything, around it. If anything, they're just wasting money. YouTube will capitulate again. YouTube will capitulate again. And then channels are going to start falling left and right because they talked about manga. I mean, okay. they can talk about manga without having the manga, but... 
you, no, you, that's what I'm saying is that, is that what's going to happen is they're not going to have the manga in the video, these spoiler videos. Do you really think people are sitting there reading the speech bubbles on a video in order to, to absorb this? I mean, if the speech bubbles aren't there, the person uploading the video is just going to narrate it. They're just going to make a video telling you what happened. And then those videos are going to get banned. There's only like uh, one good thing coming out of this, which is those cancer live reactions. Like the, yeah. the only the only couple that I've had the pleasure to see, they didn't show the the actual like manga itself, which is probably for the better. But it was terrible, terrible if you're watching it because it's like, what is this? They're not saying anything. But yeah, um, you you do realize that this is going to destroy anime snobs channel, right? <laughs> Because all the people he makes videos about are gonna be are gonna be banned off the platform. Oh. <laughs> so That'd back in the crazy. day, wait, wait. Before he said, it's real quick. Um, okay, good. It's just that those channels, like theoretically, if there was a live react where they say nothing and they do show the pictures, then you know they're not getting away with freely distributing the entire like chapter or manga whatever it is that's yeah. the only good i can see coming out of it but otherwise it's a bit overkill so I, i'm gonna cases. i'm gonna reinterpret this for a minute as another possibility that's actually seems now that i've reread this so let me just let me just read this real quick the court ruled in favor of shogaku khan and youtube will be asked going forward to disclose the contact information of anyone who makes a spoiler video with or without images very important based on one of their properties, so a cease and desist may be issued. Okay? Now, this was uh, ruled, the court that ruled in favor of Shogakukan was the Tokyo District Court. Okay? This is a Japanese court. Different legal system. It's very possible that this stuff that they're saying here about, even in Japan, where manga is readily available and doesn't require translating, manga piracy is a major problem. It's very possible that they're talking about Japanese YouTubers uploading the, oh. the kanji things rather than like for instance let me let me just explain real quick now first of all the japanese companies they fucking hate anybody who wants to talk about their properties they hate them okay um everybody in the anti-tuber community that i've communicated with they all suffer from blatant abuses of the copyright flagging system all sorts of stuff like that uh there was something that happened to chibi reviews a couple of years ago that uh just utterly destroyed him as a person for for that one video where um he released a video that as he described, i didn't see the video but i saw his like help me out video uh and he described the video that got flagged as being a video of him sitting on his front porch talking into a camera with no anime clips no manga nothing in his hands literally just talking about the show and that got that got him a copyright strike on his channel okay and that's what i'm saying here that is what they want to do okay this is just like nintendo making it so that you can't do let's plays of their stuff without them taking the ad revenue. Okay. Japanese companies for some reason don't realize how much more profitable it is when people get to geek out about the fandoms and get other people interested in their properties. Um, now I, I get where they're coming from here regarding the spoilers and, and all that, but I'm just saying the people that are, in Japan, can literally just go to the damn bookstore and read the book and not buy it. 
They're pirates. Like no, this no is this is not going to stop anything. Be. If they have this passed, what's going to be funny is YouTube will follow this word for word. If they're let's just say this as theoretical. So if they decide to release a commercial for it. It might get pinged on this new system, as reliable as they are. No, copyright it won't, it won't because they, yeah, they aren't going to flag their, their own stuff. They will flag it if you mirror upload it, meaning you download and re-upload it to another channel. They probably will flag it that part because they are such control freaks over their properties there. Quite frankly, I'm lucky we have only been hit by Fox. You know, um, and for the record, everything that I've done on the channel is completely within my legal right. Okay. Um, I'm just saying that they are abusing the system. So I'm protected by, um, by the Sullivan Act and uh, the First Amendment uh, in the United States. Okay. So, uh, and fair use, right? I'm, I'm completely protected on that, but the Japanese don't see it that way. And they will issue a lawsuit, a cease and desist, followed by a lawsuit to people because what they are trying to do is intimidate YouTubers into not talking about their products, especially if you have something negative to say about them, right? It is a, it is a means, it's, a, it's like a, a mafia-style uh, intimidation tactic to, uh, to threaten you with channel termination, right? Now, what, what may happen is that YouTube um, may find a middle ground where your videos will just be blocked in Japan. Okay, there's there's a there's an option they might do that just simply as a way to uh, prevent more of these abuses coming in from the uh, from the copyright holders. But uh, we'll we'll just have to see how that goes. All right. So bottom line, this is bad news um, going forward. So we'll have to keep tabs on it. Do you guys want to go over the Funimation sale? Yes. I really don't think it's worth it, but if we can make a quick shirt. Yeah, let's just take a quick look at it. Like, the the best I saw was, like, Index and Railgun Season 1s that I need to rebuy for, like, 13 bucks. That's not bad. Hold on, I gotta go to the shop. Yeah, yeah even after conversion. If someone would like to make an order on behalf of me and I can pitch in, uh, I'd be down for that. No. Like, some of the bundles are okay, but, you know, I'm not going to buy. I haven't seen it? it yet. Half of one piece and then other half of one piece. So here's what I want to know. Where are those Amazon exclusives uh, for one piece? Are they ever going to get the next set out? I don't think they will, and I semi-hope they don't because I don't want to be waiting in limbo for, oh, is there going to be another yeah. one? Like you and yeah, like I am. <laughs> um, I was gonna so, do that, but apparently I have bootlegs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't. Uh, I can't get the subcategories to pop up, which means that I'm stuck looking at everything instead of turning off apparel. Look, well, that's I, I think there's no <laughs> subcategories because it's for so, sale. The first, so, yeah, I think yeah. it's just the first page that's all the junk. And if uh, you like standard editions. I mean, I could sort by. God dang it, that's annoying. All right, yeah, I. I you bet your ass, this stupid thing is on sale. <laughs> I think it's like I'm on sale right, for a hundred. So maybe here's the uh, the one piece bundle here. That's the second one. 
Yeah. Uh, here's the uh, Evangelion movie bundle. You're on Actually, ice. My biggest problem with these bundles is for stuff like Fairy Tale or Dragon Ball Z movies. Is I already own some of those, right. not all exactly. of them. So it's like, so, is this really efficient? Speaking as somebody who who has their own business that sells their own products and uh, and does sales, uh, this right here is a effort to try to get rid of <laughs> these Funko Pops. I bet. Yeah. Like, well, can we get them to buy it if we throw in the DVD? <laughs> you know. Too bad. This Actually, the, dra- the Dragon Ball Z movies thing. Oh, is, I what? thought this was on Right Stuff. Is this where it was on? Yeah. But yeah, they don't have the uh, limited editions. The first two are like way of print and kind of <laughs> pricey on Amazon.ca. Oh, so there, are, there is one for all three. Yeah, but it's not what you're telling me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, there's one for all three. I thought there was only one for number three, but I, I just haven't... I don't know. I've not watched the show. I don't have any idea about it, so... Um, but the Dragon Ball Z movies, it's like, they need a box set because it's actually kind of not expensive, but you're spending a lot just to get all 13 of those movies or whatever it is. Yeah. This one right here? Yeah. How many... I mean, it doesn't include the are there. Uh, Sorry, what, Augie? There's like 11 or 12 for the collections. Sorry, I... I so 11 or 12 of the big collections, not the skinny. Yeah, what are you so talking about? He asked about Fairy Tale, how many collections fairy there tale, were. Okay. <laughs> I had no idea what you were saying. Okay, so Would it be worth half. getting the bundle? Yeah, if you don't have any of them. I don't have any of it. Like I, I was thinking, I don't want to pay this kind of money for it, though. I'm but I'm just gonna it. buy Pat Labor instead. Yeah, I'm just gonna wait. Anyway, so continuing on, it looks like we're out of the uh, apparel of the cancer section. Yeah. Um. So I might. I'm not paying. That, that seems like the price it should normally be. Yeah. Yeah. That's usually how I feel. I don't usually buy stuff on Funimation's site. Um, for that very reason. So, like for me, Akiba's trip after shipping and freaking uh, conversion, it is probably going to be the same as Amazon.ca, even though I kind of want it. Can you hover over Rosetta? Okay. Buy this Ace Attorney for 30 bucks when season one complete is coming out soon. The thing I so, hate is how there's like a complete collection, for example, of like Eureka 7, and then there's parts 1 and 2 on Amazon that are basically the same price. It's like, come on, reduce it enough. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the resellers just don't think. What's uh, Kanjo, the LE, look like K-Jo? right now? You mean Kajo? Yeah. Oh, oh, that's three bucks. That's not too bad. The limited editions actually have pretty decent it's, reduction. This is a thin LE, just for the record. It's not really anything right, right. special. It's the only one there is, though. I, for I, need, I have a towel. I need to wipe it with something. <laughs> you gonna wipe the towel with the limited edition? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why they give you a towel. You have to wipe the limited edition with that towel. No, the towel with the limited edition. Because the towel is the uh, Kitty girl and Okay, that's not bad. For which one? No, it's three like it should be, but typically they want to sell it for 50. Oh, Kitty Grade. Kitty Girl and... But yeah, it's part of Whoops. 50. 
just I don't see anything. Nothing's jumping out at me like this is a, a, a steal. That's what I was talking about. It's like yeah. none of them are big enough reduction. Oh, that What's speed racer head is a steal. Can you hover over the Rosario bundle there? That's 30. Okay. How much is the speed racer? 109. 109. Okay. Actually, the fairy tale collections that are available um, on their own are like 20 bucks, which doesn't seem too bad to me unless you guys have way cheaper prices for that. For some the thing is, the thing is that I know eventually somebody's going to sell the complete collection on eBay for essentially 10 bucks a piece. You know, I might yeah. end up with a bootleg, but. <laughs> Can you look at orange LE before you continue? 30. Okay. Probably the same as the other LE that we mentioned earlier. The, the LE is the same price as the non-LE. So I, I, oh, yeah, that I've was been waiting to get Space Patrol Luluco. I think you should get Space Dandy. Oh, wait, you so have it. I already have you Space have Dandy. But, but uh, this... Uh, this cover seems problematic. <laughs> what super lovers? <laughs> super pedo. Life <laughs> combo. The, whole, the wholesome uh, love story of super lovers. <laughs> super <laughs> lovers. I've been meaning to, to buy real life, but I don't want to spend thirty. Okay. You don't want to spend thirty bucks. That's like not a steal, but it's good. AC real life is the main characters our age. Yeah, it turns into former, like a couple years ago for me, age. Oh my god, that Danganronpa is such a. Because uh, they have season one. Both days is cheap. Where you, where you see Dang, Danganronpa? I'm on a different page, probably. But I'm just commenting on it. But Danganronpa, you have season one. And then they decide, oh, the second game was just more torment and whatever, so we're not going to animate. So they skip to the third game. So now it's Danganronpa. Two different arcs for the third right. that was airing at the same time. And so it's like, uh, how do I buy slash watch this? <laughs> uh, organize it by UPC. No, no. I know how to through, um, through research, but it's just to any casual. Like, you look at it, and it's like... How? Oh, still annoyed that they didn't make a UHD Godzilla release. Is, uh, oh. And you thought there isn't a girl, Online. girl Online. gamer thirty as well? Yeah, that was okay. a very good anime in my opinion. Oh, hush but your mouth! Record of the Lodos War is a steal in my opinion because yeah, for some reason. <laughs> I can't find it for any cheaper than like 75 okay. or 85 bucks. I'm, I'm going to give you some advice right now. Buy it, from, buy it from the Funimation sale because there is a one-to-one -one bootleg on uh, other sites of this set. That's the okay. entire reason why I bought it again uh, from uh, Funimation. I didn't get it for the sale price, unfortunately. I bought it like... Um, Two or three weeks beforehand, but uh, oh, yeah, Pandora and the Crimson Shell that's the one that's done by Mamoru Oshii and Koshi Rikto from Excel Saga fame. 
think it's a Yuri question mark. It is. And ride. Momo Taro. I did buy the free movie uh, collection premium off-right stuff because that went on sale. I need to get free eventually. That's like the only disco, oh, disco fun I title I don't have. And I'll be current with disco tech titles. I'm just trying to keep up with the LEs that have already started collecting. Gotcha. I'd almost so, want to say get heavy object, but I only see one of the collections and it's 30 bucks when there's a complete collection that just came out. Yeah. Italian Attack on Titan season one. I should probably get these. I just don't want to. I'm going to wait. I need to eventually, catch up. With... Eventually, oh, I'll get these used for like five bucks. So I need to catch up with the Sengoku Basara because they only have seasons one and two, and they they have like a movie in the third season, and I think a fourth season that just aired. There's a, kind of a fourth season, but I would say spin off. It's all the characters in high school right now. <laughs> Oh, that's a fifth mean to get into spin-off. It. Oh, well, shows you how much I know. And it's by Sentai this oh, time, Strike so Witches I don't has know. a movie. I didn't know that. Oh, Heaven's Lost Property apparently has a second movie that we never got over here, just by the right. way. I know. I've been bugging Funimation <laughs> for a while about that. Also I'm just going to hit one about one well. A couple of random shirts. Okay, what of Black Butler do they still have? Season three in the, the OVA live action movie. Oh, oh yeah, season okay. three is on the expiry list already. Ah, crap! I don't know if I have that one. Hold on. I think you I, said you didn't have it when I mentioned that before. Oh, I, I have them in the wrong order. So they're aside from the live action oh, movies, wait. are there four different collections? Oh, no, no, it says two OVA. Okay, so I have Book of Murder. And I have. Do you have three? No, I do. I do boxes. have the thing that we have moused over. Uh, I I have three boxes. Yes. And then so I have. How, I don't have Book of the Atlantic. Is what I'm missing. That's what I'm missing. Okay. Is okay, that one so going season out of print? three? They're Book eventually Murder, going to. Book of it, the Atlantic is what's left after season yes. one and two. Book of okay. the Atlantic is the movie. Because I, I know Anaplex released news that they're going to release um, Black Butler complete this January. Oh, I saw February. that. When I saw that price, I'm like, yeah, secondhand animation is probably cheaper. <laughs> Can you scroll over uh, Railgun S? I'm ex I'm expecting thirty, but it's like thirty. Hey, oh, hey, twenty. We're almost through this. We'll get into Haunted Junction soon. I don't know if anybody's even watching right now. I think it's just us. Oh, four viewers. Somebody is there. Hello, person who's there. Um, you are a special individual and is well-cherished amongst the land of us three. So this is the uncut. Yeah, it's $16.99. Wow, that's not bad. Here's the Railgun S Part 2. 
Oh, so it's part one, part two then. Yeah, that's what oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh yeah, there's a complete one somewhere. Actually, the one we were just looking at, I think, was the complete one. Oh, because okay. it, had the, it had the bar at the top. I think this is a DVD. It is. It was so annoying the way they released those because it's like uh, DVD limited edition part one and two. Then they had S uh, DVD only. Then they had uh, Index two Blu-ray DVD combo pack. It's like, ugh, just had to ruin that, didn't you? All right. So uh, we are on the last page here. <laughs> as as tempting as those Dragon Ball prices are, it's still like. They're probably going to have a blue. Oh, yeah. Did we ever share that article about how Dragon Ball season, like original Dragon Ball, is getting a Blu-ray in Spain or something? Yeah. Well, we didn't share it, but I, we talked about it. So we didn't, yeah. I don't know about that article regarding Spain, but we had talked about it and we had speculated that finally we might get Blu-ray over here of it, which would be nice, just so I can actually open something. <laughs> I haven't opened these ones because my, my orange brick sets have uh, taken a beating over the years. So I've not opened my That's other one. one of the reasons I didn't want the orange brick sets as well. Well, I, I bought them as they were coming out when I was much younger. Um, but uh, I, right. I, I don't know. I, I know that the orange brick sets have been bootlegged. I don't know if my copies of the blue brick sets have been bootlegged, but I don't want to... I'd rather not know at this point. Um, anyway, so you guys ready to talk about Haunted Junction? Haunted Junction. As ready as I can get. All right. So, before I forget, the one thing I want to say about this show is I find it very funny how the title is written. Because Haunted is written in English. And Junction is written G with the small ya, so ja, jung, you know, it's, it's basically what you'd expect the English word to be written is, but it's written in hiragana instead of katakana, which is unusual. So I'm not sure why they did that, um, but uh, it's a weird show. So what do you guys, uh, what do you guys think about it? Uh, I'll quick. go first this time because okay. uh, I probably have, I'm probably the only one that thought thought of it as, as a positive i i enjoyed it i wish there was a dub for this one not sub yeah. but me too that's what it is for, for gag what i found interesting was our main cast of three typically they would be the other gender for a show the the main character with a strong strong head had the Slightly perverse one and the grabby one. Speaking of the character design real quick, there was kind of a major mistake, I think, in design. And that the main girl, whose hair normally looks like this. Let me see. Looks. <laughs> looks, looks remarkably like black, this though. other character that also has the exact same color hair. And you know that they're not the same person when this character has got the under boob outfit on, but anytime they wear the same, the same uniform, right? But you know, this character because of the under boob thing, yeah. but anytime they're in a costume, I forgot which one I was looking at. 
and it kept going back and forth. So that was another reason why the voice, if they had done a dub, would have been easier to follow because you would know based on the voice rather than, you know, kind of ignoring most of the voice and trying to get through the subtitles, you know, which are harder to, you know, differentiate through when you're reading text. So that was a, a complaint I have about it. I will also say that one of the things about the show, and for the record, it's not the show's fault. When did this show come out, by the way? I was really shocked to this see. Is 90, this was made in 97. It I know that much, but it released feels older here, than that, but that does seem right. So, it's, the style, art style is like 93, and it yeah. made in 97. I thought so, that was strange. My problem with the show, which I... I'm sort of nitpicking here, but the thing about the show is that it has a unique premise, but everything about it other than that is very generic. They've got like the, uh, the in the very first episode, they get all the talisman, which is, thank God I didn't sit through four episodes. I was thinking that would be like every, the entire show that we'd have to see oh, seven yeah, episodes of But it actually, fight. they get done with it. laugh out of right? that. And then when when uh, they keep there's a, a, one of the gags to give you an example is that when they need to call forth the spirit from the talisman they keep calling forth the Psyduck character basically right that's what I mean by it's a over it's a it's a gag that has been done in other things better right um, and there were a lot of other stuff and then there were stuff you just don't want to see like the this character having a thermometer in his asshole that gets launched out of his ass and into the mouth of another character. Okay? I'm just saying, I don't really want to see that. Okay? I don't think I've seen that far, so... I guess I've, I've been uh, that was episode three. That, oh, no, wait, that what? Was, that was episode six. That was Or seven. That was on oh, no two. That's exactly the episode I haven't seen yet. Yeah. I thought so, that was, uh, I'll have my balls off. One of the things it was one of those <laughs> good for the setup for that scene. They do a lot of uh domino calamity scenes where it ends up being character characters about to do something bad, but turns out another character countered, like the blue haired guy, Ryoji, leaves and tries to tries to grope uh Hanukkah Chan's breast. The, Food. Toilet Hanukkah. Toilet Hanukkah. Yes. It wasn't Toilet that Hanukkah. Yami Yamiko? Wasn't Yamiko. it Yamiko? Toilet Yamiko. Yeah, I think you I think right. we're talking about no time. Just, see, again, yeah, this okay, so, so there's he tries to leap in for the grope. Turns out the older spirit, the school chairman, which is the only name you have for this guy, was sitting there mooning him. While having the girl mooning him with his butt being the breasts. Yeah. I forgot right. how the right. no, thermometer yeah, yeah. happened. That was that was uh that actually happened right before the episode where the thermometer thing happened. Um they were doing a Okay, let me let me come back to this in a minute. So um back to things about the show, other things that should be pointed out is that uh, this character is a Shota Shotaro complex. Uh, I loved that about her. I'm like, whoa, what? Yeah, whoa, no, what? It's, it's very out there. Like it, 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 you don't expect it. And it's like, they, they go, 
They don't go. I wouldn't say they go uncomfortably far with it, but I'll just say that if they did the same thing with uh, with a male character that had a Lolita complex, uh, it would have made you uncomfortable, right? Um, but uh, I forget which anime I've watched that has a guy that does that. It's like if she's not twelve, she's no good. I I found whichever show that was funny. Oh, Excel Saga did that. Excel Saga that that uh, that does that, and the then in the final episode, the Lolly character is um revealed to actually have enormous breasts uh yeah anyway yeah there's a character in 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 the funny thing about the excel soccer one is um if i recall correctly the guy is actually completely innocent of all the things that they seem to make him out to be no, they, I guess they don't because then he runs away because the character turns out to... Well, to that last episode, anyway. he... Good? That last episode, he turns right. out to be as bad, so it kind of ruins the whole yeah. point of that. Well, uh, it, that last episode almost feels non-canonical. I, the way I, I joke about Excel Saga is that it seems like every episode is parodying a genre of anime and the final episode is parodying hentai that's how i describe it it's not nece- it's not an accurate description but it gets the point across well it was banned off it was banned from yeah. broadcast so anyway so um, let back me get back to, to uh, what we were talking about so um the thing about this is that um it's very different from what you expect like I, you actually messaged us fdd and i'm saying halfway through this show it's still not the show i expected like and i still don't know where it's going it's totally out there it's a very crazy weird show um i had already seen it um so i didn't actually bother to go through and rewatch everything um because it just it, it didn't like i said it didn't hold my interest the first time didn't hold my interest that much the second time but there are some things about it that are interesting uh, in terms of the the choices that were made, and one of the things is uh, getting back to what you were talking about um, about the uh, um, the breast become the the one guy's ass was that that was from the scene where they were competing over who was sexier, sexier, it, and then her clothes dissolve, and yeah, then they they're like, this hey, man, about them competing over who is sexier, um, and up until that point, this character has not been human. <laughs> makes so much noise on that desk when I'm trying to show them. Uh, this character hasn't really been what's the proper word for this? She hasn't acted very slutty. If, if I and I'm using that oh. word because this character is a total slut. Okay, they call her toilet Yamiko. Yamiko. I'm pretty sure she's Yamiko. It is Yamiko. I watched it recently enough. Okay, so um, they call her Toilet Yamiko because she's like the slut that is banging everybody in the bathroom, right? Is the is the thing. But this character is not really slutty. And then this was the character that ended up wearing the the body paint uh, swimsuit, wasn't it? Like in this <laughs> no, one, I thought I mean, that was the, Yamiko. See, you can't follow it because they gave him the same freaking hair color. So you see them swimming and their hair's all wet. How the well, fuck am I supposed first to First off, AC, um, it's obviously Yamiko that's doing it because she was in the competition to be the school toilet ghost because she was competing with another toilet ghost yeah, at the time. But before you see that, the body paint swimsuit is just a school swimsuit. The previous person they show you is wearing one that's all like laced up from the side. So you see like half 
like the skin all and it's like this is the slutty outfit and it's like but wait there's more you know like that's how they kind of treat it so it's hard to follow who is who and it's just it's a bizarre show i'm not saying it's not a it's not a show worth seeing but you don't need to sit through all 12 episodes to get the experience of watching watch, the show right you know what i mean you can watch this loosely you can technically watch the first episode and the last episode for a quote-unquote story but it's episodic kind of i did love that scene though because it's like her body paint came off and the chairman was like quick cameraman get on it get up on those <laughs> breasts it. and then it turns out to be his ass yeah um and it then this character tuxedo, tuxedo mask over here red mantle red mantle tried to sell his socks to a bunch of girls I like that episode too because it's like, wow, my creations are coming. <laughs> I think there were there were too many characters um, because of the. It's too many characters, but it Brad, was a gag, and they kind of did the whole Sentai complex. I, I'm just I'm just trying not to open up a can of worms about the. Um... Red so, okay, I'm, I'm trying really hard. <laughs> How many talisman were there? There were seven, right? Or eight? Seven talismans. Yes. Okay. So I'll just say the there was they were basing the talisman off of the uh, tree of life of the Jewish Kabbalah. And I know that for a fact, not only because of the number and, and arrangement, but because it has the quote unquote star of David that is actually a symbol uh that That's represents true. the the tree of life in the Jewish Kabbalah, because there are three pillars. There's well, we were sort of discussing this earlier about left hand path, right hand path, and then there's the center, right? And the one the pillar on the one hand is the right side up triangle. The pillar on the other hand is the upside down triangle. And when you put them together, you get this symbol that is not the Star of David. It's never never actually meant that. That's just what after they formulated the nation of Israel, they started claiming it was. Um, so there's there's a lot sort of under the hood of this that I don't think they was literally like researched literally to the point of I want to make a really pervy weird gag show that that I'm going to make about the occult but in actuality it's just Japanese ghost stories and it, it was just bizarre it was a weird thing to watch and it's also it's attached to the crescent uh in the it's just it's weird. Like I, I don't, I, it feels like somebody is putting all this deep symbology into the show. Um, but he only comes to the meetings, uh, once every month <laughs> when it came to making the show. So it's just really weird. Cause it felt like there was some influence that they were actually pulling from. And then everything else was just, um, Ronma half type comedy, you know, I don't have much to say about it. Yeah, it's a bizarre show. It. I don't know how to describe it other than that. It was a weird watch. Well, for my sixth... I rewatched it, but it, I was even more confused. For my six episodes of experience, my only real major issue with it is how, like I've said a couple times, it's episodic, so there's nothing to really like get you through. That It's like nothing to follow that intrigues you. You're just like, okay, what's going to happen next? Um, 
But this was so chaotic with all the random things that happened that you couldn't yeah. predict what was coming next. And uh, I will say, though, that th I got a laugh out of it, and there were some things that I just thought were, I don't know, really kind of clever. Um, but I, but I think the, the easiest way to sum up the show is to say that it seems as though it's, it's, a, it's a, a, kind of a laid-back watch. But it's a laid back watch you have to read subtitles through, which automatically takes out the laid back the aspect. Laid back. You know what I mean? Does that make yeah, sense? Is. Is that a good way it of is. putting it? That, that again, it's we've already group. stated, if this had a dub, it would be very watchable. And you yeah, could get well, through it easily. You wouldn't, I, I, I just something about it, it was hard to come back to because. I know again, exactly what you mean. Not being able to easily differentiate characters, it, it felt like that alone made the story something I, I don't want to say I dreaded coming back to it each day leading up to now, but I just didn't feel invested in it because it was, it wasn't something that I felt like I was able to enjoy properly. Meaning that it's, I, it comes across as a very laid back gag show, but I can't enjoy it that way because I'm stuck reading subtitles um, and not being able to follow it again because of character design choices and whatnot, which I now again I can't believe they would make a mistake like that, you know, design wise. Well, for me anyway, I for some reason didn't have any trouble with the characters, but I did feel exactly what you did. Like I didn't have any motivation to come back to it, and you're exactly right in describing. It's like it's supposed to be a laid back show, but I couldn't be laid back because I had to concentrate so hard on yeah. the subtitles and everything happening. It's like right. uh, Lucky Star kind of in first episode. I'm like, oh my god, they're still talking about like how to eat this right. whatever. Right. But, but if um, you watch it dubbed, it just that scene flies by. Because like, don't get me wrong, I did like uh, some of the fun things that happened, but it's like I had to work so hard to experience yeah. that fun. I made sure while watching this, I was in that right type of mood, especially at the beginning, because I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Um, it still throws me off that something made in 97 would use something that was totally 93. Like even the the theme song to me reminded me of like uh, a variant of Shannon's I like it when you smile. The manga that, um, goes dates back to 96. Um Right, no, hold up. That's only the a year went before. From, yeah, I was going to say, the manga went from 96 to 2001. The anime got wow. started and started and ended in 97. Wow. So this is... So another stab at it would be it's one of those that starts up, but the manga didn't finish. Well, I'm trying to... I'm trying to... I want to look at the character oh, designs the in the manga and just see what... Cause, the thing about Those manga showing is on stream though you'll get copyright <laughs> The thing about manga, thank you for reminding me, is that uh, um, design-wise, um, you see stuff in black and white for the most part, but obviously they do colors uh, for the uh, covers. Um, so you like it's it's almost more important in manga because pretty much any character who doesn't have light hair is going to look the same. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm just mm -hmm. I'm just checking it out real quick. So one plot hole that was mentioned in earlier episodes, but in later episodes it doesn't come up, which you'd think it would be, especially is uh, the 
the chairman mentioned that the I forgot the character's name, but the Christian one keeps using the badges way too often. That and the list of the cast break. is on the back. Um, Haruto Hokujo, Haruto. Mutsuki Asahina. They have three names, and then Hanako names showed up, and it's just Hanako-san. Yeah, maybe maybe you're right. Maybe it is. Maybe Hanako is. Uh, we're looking this up. I gotta get this answered about the toilet thing. All right, go to Mal and quickly cheat. Uh, maybe Hanako-san is what? Because it because it doesn't have a, a first and last name for Hanako, and it's the fourth person on the list. Maybe it is actually Toilet Hanako. Well, why wouldn't it be? There was no other Hanako. Because I thought Yamiko. We were just talking about this. What about Yamiko? They're two Yamiko separate. Was, yeah, they are. Yamiko okay, so, was named so that Asahina, because darkness, so, okay. Yami. Now, now I've totally lost my mind here. So Hanako was the, the toilet person. But I remember now, in the episode, there was a... Uh, there was, a, was the first of all, there was another Hanako. character named Hanako that wasn't the other one the um that wasn't toilet hanako but um she her name is being like the kanji or whatever is being written wrong or whatever i remember there being something about they made a thing about her having bad handwriting so they were mispronouncing her name and then there's like a whole thing episode about her being called the wrong thing and i was thinking that that was the other character's name that apparently i didn't even know because her name's uh, asahina mutsuki Again, it was hard to follow. <laughs> That's uh, all I can say about it. The last it, the last two episodes are kind of a. It's one of those refresh where something memory, finally what happens. happens. In those episodes. Okay. Uh, refresh my spoiler. The uh, what do you call it? The exorcist comes in and takes and uh, finally rids Hataru's Haruto's. Uh, spiritual problems okay but a plot from episode one because of the different churches forming a triangle keeping the spiritual school well strong and being spirit spirit like like uh kind of knows what the guy's doing so it set up it sets up a point of tension but kind of quickly relieves mm -hmm. as the ep episode 12 ends in the in Haruto learns friendship. Um, I don't it think we have anything else to say. Subvert the expectation a bit. There's a, a lot of um, male bondage <laughs> in it. Eh. With the, not Haruto. What's the other guy's name? Um, Kazumi. Actually, I loved how is that the guy who is really easy to possess? I loved yep. that. <laughs> Yeah, he kept getting possessed by the dog and whatnot. He the got dog, possessed by dog. literally everything. A, a mouse? Well, there, he was possessed by a female spirit. He wanted to sleep with this one guy. I thought that was a really weird but funny uh, gimmick for his character. Well, he, the creator is a fan of Ranma, so what do you expect? It shows. <laughs> Here, I'll give you. I think you don't like Ron, though. 
AC. No, I, I don't say I didn't like Ron. No, I'm just saying it. You can see the influence. This is what I was talking oh, yeah. about. Well. Like it's really. Uh... <laughs> anyway. Oh yeah, that's when it's he keeps getting show. punched by uh, Blue Mantle. Yeah. Don't spoil. <laughs> if there's a red ogre, there's going to be a blue ogre. And spoiler, they're not ogres. So there you go. Blue Mantle was the, the sister, right? Yes, the younger red, sister, Red, red Mantle, Mantle was the older brother. <laughs> so, okay, I, I can't screen share this because of the manga stuff showing up, but uh, I searched Haunted Junction on Google Image Search to pull up that previous one. Just below that is a picture of the DVD cover for Sentimental Journey. Which hey. we'll for our next podcast. That is weird. Dude, there's a PlayStation game for Haunted Junction. Huh. Oh, yeah. There's also a PlayStation 2 game for a Gregory Horror Show, if we're going to go I know that, that one, yeah. Also a card game for some reason. Isn't there a Sakura Wars one for, like, the Wonderswan, or am I thinking of a different console? Probably. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm trying. I'm just. I just want to view this damn image. <laughs> Copy the address. There we go. Paste and go. All right. Yeah. So here's the. Uh... <laughs> this looks. That like looks more video. like a show. Yeah, it looks like a. It, this looks. This makes me think of. Uh... What's What's you that guy's name? Salad what's the What's uh, the Joey guy? Wheeler? Yeah, Joey. Joey. Yeah, Joey Wheeler. Man, uh, it looks like it's for that. Is it? Uh, Almost looks like Shaman Kingish to me. Man, I wish that would get a re-release. It looks no, like that would be for that that really dated console. That like, I think it was the Sega one that just started Sega to do Saturn through. Dreamcast. Uh, yeah, that one. It looks like that would be for the Dreamcast, that type of cover. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking up real quick. The uh, There's like nothing on the Wikipedia. This is ridiculous. Yeah, okay. There's, there's almost nothing. From Studio Dean. <laughs> the anime produced by Bandai Visual and Studio Dean aired between... Yeah. Night, yeah. Studio Dean did at least some of Ranma. So maybe uh, this says um, they did the first season of Ranma that swapped over to Kitty. Technically, the first season of Ranma was canceled. Then the second season picked up, which is strange because you had the skating characters in the first season of Ranma, but showed up in the second season. What? Why is that weird that they came in the second season as well? No, they finally had their episode in the second season. <laughs> But they kept showing oh. up in the first season. <laughs> Gotta animate that whole uh, Kane's a hick, she's thick as a brick. Rap scene. Oh, oh god. Bringing back those memories. Um Yeah, the first ep uh the first season was eighteen episodes. Like it was cancelled and yep. that's why it's a weird number. Yep. I guess. And Kitty Films 
not to be confused with uh, Kitty Me- Kitty Media Kitty. or whatever from yeah. Media Works or Anime Works, <laughs> which yeah. not to be confused with the yeah, Japanese what? company Media Works. <laughs> Media Works, <laughs> which actually worked on the uh, um, Haunted Junction thing. Are you sure that Kitty <laughs> did the rest of them? Kitty Media is the is the um, the American company. Yeah, so Media Works was the. Um, says the manga was serialized in the monthly manga magazine Dengeki Comic Gao by Media Works from 1996 to 2001 regarding Haunted Junction. Uh, Wikipedia says that it's all Dean, I think, for Rama. No, I'm talking about for Haunted Junction. I'm just... Oh, you mean for... Okay, for the information. Well, remember, you have to use different titles looking up Rama. Uh, Now that we're talking about Rama, let's talk about Sentimental Journey and what we're going to be doing for the next podcast. Disc 1 contains episodes 1 through 6. Disc 2 contains episodes 7 through 12. This is really heavy. That's what I know. It's one of of the cases that has this thing in it. That's why it's so heavy. Because this is actually heavier than this bigger case, I think. I I hate that bigger case. Passion. Yeah. I don't this mind. Is, uh, just to show you guys, it's a two-disc case, but it's one of the ones where it opens like this, and then the other disc is just like why, you know. <laughs> anyway, adds variation. So it's just um, hard to replace. Next podcast, we're going to be watching Sentimental Journey. Uh, around this time last year, we watched a title called Seraphim Call, and I guess right. Augie and I both we've had both of these for a long time. And we constantly get them confused. In fact, I literally got confused about this today um, before we started, I think. But um, you get them confused, they're released at the same time, and they typically cost the same price. Yeah, so um, so we decided we were going to get this one out of the way, too, so we could have seen both of them. So I'm hoping it's as good as Seraphim Call, because that, that came out of nowhere and was so good compared to how it it just looks like this crappy generic show, you know? Oh, yeah, um, and both says, of them are sub-licensed by uh, D-Rights. And both of them are um, compilations. This one is 12 Stories of Romance and Unrequited Love, uh, and that one was... God knows what they were doing there, but it was just a weird thing, too. So it's, it's just it's just weird. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're going to be watching this. Um, Alto, it says, fan favorite. Sentimental Journey is the tale of 12 beautiful young girls that have left love in their past. Uh, as each of them tries to cope with life and their daily struggles, they are constantly reminded of what they have lost. Well, it sounds like a real upper, doesn't it? <laughs> um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see. So that podcast is going to be on December 13th, I want to say. That doesn't sound right. 12th? Hold on, I got to pull that up. <laughs> that is going to be yeah december 13th sentimental journey all right uh and then for the podcast on december 27th we're going to be watching your moon gand and we're going to be watching both so i think it's going to be a 26 episode uh discussion that, that time so um if you need more time um i would get a jump on it after watching this um if you want to be involved in our discussion. Anyway, we will see you guys then. Thank you for stopping by, and uh, we'll see you on the 13th. Take it easy. See you then.